Hey, we're sponsored by Monarch Social. If you're looking to take the next step and get your own website, look no further than Monarch Social. Affordable, cutting edge, and designed with user experience in mind. Monarch Social will get you uh, set up with your own website as well as a starter SEO package. You can check that out over at monarchsocialbrand.com. Um, Dark Prime Collectibles. In-store play comes back at the end of June for Magic the Gathering and other associated games. Super exciting, and I promise the community at Dark Prime Collectibles is one of the best. Very welcoming, friendly, and fun. Um, I love going to the shop. They taught me how to play Magic, and I've had a blast ever since. Um, if you're looking for a new place to play when in-store happens, um, or check out some of the product, head over to darkprimecollectibles.com or their location at 354 State Street, Clearfield, Utah. Last but not least, Hepius. Hepius is the number one place to go for premium CBD that won't break the bank. It is locally owned and sourced here in Utah. And it is safe for work, meaning no THC. They have something for everyone. Uh, head over to hepiusmed.com. That is H-E-P-I-U-S-M-E-D.com. Thank you. Well. Are you hearing you play Magic the Gathering? Yeah. Oh. Magic scares me. I know, me. he was scared Magic that I'd bring it up. Me. <laughs> me and my oldest brother. I'm what? not any good, and I, so I played when I was in eighth grade, lightweight, and then like a little bit in high school, and then dropped it. I was it. kind of the same, middle school all the way till the end of high school, mm -hmm. and then I dropped it. And then I met with the owner of Dark Prime, and he kind of was like, well, just come play. And there's a new whole way to play called Commander, and it's a whole... It's way better than the original, but it's a whole... That's a whole wormhole to, to get into. It's, it's, the reason why it scares me so much is it's exactly that. I know yeah. that once I have an addictive personality, the moment I clasp onto that, all my money yeah. out oh, the yeah. door. It's I, gone. There was I, a deck. I still had it at the beginning for about 4500 Yeah, I had one of my buddies plays super heavy. When he was in college, he had a deck that was about eight grand. And yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, are you serious? And they like, flip yeah, over easy. the cards all the time, and they're like, yeah. hey, they sell it when they're high. Yeah. And then buy them it's, a whole, it's a whole online auction money-making yeah. thing. It's crazy. But welcome back, everyone. I mean, Thank it's you. been a couple months, I think. A couple months. Got Ari, Aiden, and Holly this time. And, uh, it's too many people to freak out. Claustrophobic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm shaking. Someone choked me. <laughs> Oh, that, that escalates. <laughs> oh, I mean, so I pass out so I don't have to deal All you gotta do is ask. I got strong hands. And I'm big. I got the man hands. I got a grip on them. Really, you could have said choke me out, not choke me. No, choke me. I should have <laughs> added daddy to the end of it. I should have. <laughs> wow. I mean, wow. the chat can't get any more aroused no. than it already has been. And we've only been a minute in. Damn it. only get so aroused. We, we have a lot of catching up to do, though. Because, uh,. A lot's changed since last time you guys were on. Um, jobs, relationships, hobbies, living situations. living situations. I mean, the whole nine. I mean, everyone's doing something different now. Yeah, it's been the goal. We'll stop. Let's this. let's start. <laughs> you mean this? In not, not this. I mean, what I was doing. Let Let's start with you, Aiden. We we last time we were here. You were about ready to leave to Arizona, yeah, and do electrical work. Mm -hmm. So tell me how how has it been? Well, that's the plan, and I kind of stuck to it. Uh, doing a lot of electricians' work, kind of a whole bunch of stuff: welding, uh, pole wires, stuff like that. Working on construction sites a bunch. Uh, 
How do you think this motherfucker got so slim so fast? I know. He's out in the air. Oh, yeah, Chad, don't, uh, don't come on. back. No, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> you do look a lot different, which is amazing. Oh, yeah. The whole whole homeless that get up to. I mean, like that and Rob, there, you're eating your fill of protein. Oh, yeah. That guy makes the best Dude, barbecue. Every <laughs> single night, the man's like, oh, yeah, I smoked this. Try it. I'm like, okay. Okay. <laughs> every single time, it's something new. Um, do you like the work, though? Uh, the work is awesome. I love the work. The place where the work is can make a man go insane. Because mm. 115 degrees, you're outside just working on a stupid podium trying to fix a light. And then you just learn that the wire's screwed. And then you have to spend the next two hours pulling wire and replacing it. I've done, I've done very minor electrical work, and it's very, uh, can be very tedious. Very yeah. frustrating when you gotta. It's honestly, I've done just a little bit of computer programming, and I'd say it's a little similar in the way where, like, if something doesn't work and you don't know why, it is soul crushing. Because I could spend the next hour looking for it and not fix it. Yep. I'd just be like, oh, cool. Well, no, programming is the worst. It could just literally be like, oh, there's a space yep. where there needs to not be a space, and it's yeah. just not gonna run. Fuck, I had a bracket open. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm glad that it's working out, though. Do you. I guess the big thing is, like, do you see yourself long-term in Arizona, or do you think you're probably going to be back here in the next little while? Long-term Arizona, I'm probably going to do about six months. Yeah. I want to do a solid six months and then see where I am. Is that long-term? For me, yeah. I'm young that actually, that is valid. Yeah, that is valid. <laughs> I forgot who I was talking to. But uh, other than that, like, after that, I have a whole bunch of dreams and kind of ambitions, but I kind of need money before that, so... This is helping with that. I'm totally on board for your idea of doing the traveling, the traveling podcast. Because uh, I mean, why not? You're at that. It's that time period where it's like it's either I go now or I never go. So yeah. the sooner you do it, and either you love it and make make it a thing, or you don't. It's better than trying to wait. I just want to get a car, go to Hawaii, and just beach bum in Hawaii and podcast it. Why not? Might have to get the car in Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to ship a car. It's expensive. Oh, it's yeah. expensive. Uh, or you buy a car there. Boo. Okay. <laughs> but boo. About golf car. I want to get it rust proof before you I go. You should do a boat. <laughs> well, that'd be kind of sick. How the hell do going I Going in between. Like, well, you just go in between all the islands. This podcast, I'm pre-recording. You can pre-record it. You stop off on the beach or wherever you dock off at. You do your podcast. I have a, you find some locals. I have a side option. You do all of that, but in like the Florida Florida area Ooh. and keep growing out your beard and hair so you just yes. look like a Colombian drug lord. I, dude. That'd be the podcast. Yeah. Man, talking yeah. to strangers. You just yeah. hang out in the Gulf of Mexico looking like a homeless man. <laughs> yeah. Cause the How FBI I... to panic, dude. Imagine a homeless dude walking up to you and just like, hey, I got a podcast. Well, hop in my van and you know, talk about it. You would be totally like, no, please leave. I don't want to talk to you uh, ever again. Yeah, again. Have you ever been to Florida? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, okay, <laughs> Not new. we were talking about that. The dude who recently stopped streaming. What was his name? Um, Which one? Josh. OG? Did he stop streaming? No, oh, who's the dude who pretty much went to, like, he went to political events. He went to those, and he just talked to the weirdest of people. Oh, and just Andrew. The camera the, the, well, he's got his new show. Florida up Meth Heads, man. Yeah, Why Florida, not? Florida Man Meth Heads. Just pull in the Meth Heads. Just be like, talk. I mean, I think that if you get a conversation out of them, that's coherent. Hey, man, even if it's not, that's content. His yeah, news, his new stuff is good. I think it, I think he made his channel 
his YouTube channel yeah. is Channel 5 News or something like that. Mm. And he's doing the same exact stuff, but these first few episodes have actually been like really crazy good. I haven't watched them. I yeah. watch he's them. back doing his thing and he's killing it. His old stuff was some of my favorite streaming content I've ever seen. <laughs> You, you hopped on TikTok lately and found the guy that's the DJ in the UK that just walks around with the entire setup strapped onto his chest? No. I won't lie. I watched this guy for hours. <laughs> and he does nothing more than drop fat ass beats and just make the entire community of UK so uncomfortable. It's so amazing. He'll just like walk up. He'll like walk into a store, put on a mask, and he's just going hard. He's got this weird cat shirt going on, this button-up with the cat in space going on. And then you see his entire setup, and it is this massive rig that he has completely strapped. And it's a full-blown oh board God. he has on himself. And he does it for hours every day. I love it. It's, it's, it's getting crazier and crazier, man. It's like exponential in almost how almost creative. You really is. have to start like doing something outside of the box. So I've realized that over the past while is like... You gotta start fucking memeing yeah. hard. And it's work. Yeah. Because even that guy, he's hauling around heavy ass stuff. And then you see him oh, go into so a bad. store and like open up the freezer <laughs> and <laughs> stick his head in real fast. He's like, I'm so hot. I am so hot. Because he's dancing in the street. Well, it's, yeah. It's the UK too. Like it's wet. It's yeah. moist. He's all over London. Moist. That's where he's doing it. Whoever that guy is, seriously. Moist I'm turns to crunch and crunch turns to. Whatever the hell you want, baby. Oh, <laughs> You're gonna spoof you. off of Werewolf Bar Mitzvah. <laughs> Spooky scary! <laughs> I think moist is in like the swear word category. Area. Makes people super uncomfortable. Same walk, with panties. Oh. Yeah. If I walk into a church podium and just moist, I get kicked out. The new one that really fucks with me is Gape. Gape. Yeah. With a G. Yeah. Gape. Yeah, gate. Something's gate. We should just. I like the oh. argument between G's and J's. Yeah. And every once in a while, I want to purposely pronounce something incredibly wrong, but just along those lines. So it'd be Japed. Yeah. Nine Jad. Yeah. Yeah, Nine Jad. Yeah. Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the way that it's supposed to be pronounced. <laughs> What's a JPEG? I just want a picture of what? What the hell is a JPEG? King of the Hill is supposed to come back, by the way. I am so excited. As long as it's got Bobby. I try and tell people who never gave King of the Hill a chance. I'm like, you have to. It's like Seinfeld. Yeah. Honestly, it's like that. It, it wasn't hidden when it was popular, but now it is. And oh, you've got to go back. So and it's arts. It's I what we watched like, every weekend as kids. I don't remember a single scene, but I remember watching it <laughs> do you every not, night at 5 p.m. Do you remember, you have to at least remember the beautiful golden moment of Pocket Sand. <laughs> Pocket, Pocket Sand! Pocket Sand. Pocket Sand is I won't best. lie, that happened and we turned off the TV and Seth and Andy and I laughed for hours on it. It my, was so funny. My buddy uh, in high school, he his gamer tag, he was able to get the original Rusty Shackleford. Nice. <laughs> Still has it to this oh, day, I think. I would sell it. Yeah. I would sell that account. So hard. Now, okay, so you, you're in Arizona, you're killing it, you're you're doing the thing, and you got some uh, plans for in the next six months. I hope so. What about you, Ari? What have you been doing? What have I what been, have doing? been doing? What have you been doing? Uh, some things have changed. Okay. Uh, I'm still working at the same job. 
uh, actually did a whole ton of work this last week, which is weird because jobs are notoriously easy. Uh, <laughs> it's hey, violently easy. It's so it awful. Easy job. I hate it when my job is just too simple. Yeah. Um, and it was it's from home too, which is just that cheap. Makes it worse. It's <laughs> just so cheap. I've gained. Aiden's lost all the weight that I've gained. It's insane. <laughs> I've recently gone back to the gym, and you can see texts that I sent to Holly, just like, no, I'm just doing only calisthenics. I'm too scared to hit the bar. I'm gonna be so sore the next day, and I am. But um, past that, uh, got into a relationship. Mm -hmm. uh, that's been pretty good. With who? Uh, oh, uh, a murder. That's, that's oh. crazy. Uh, one of your co-hosts and uh, the <laughs> other uh, guest on the show tonight, Holly and I, <laughs> started dating. What, March 31st was the day we became official? Yeah, the day that doesn't exist. Yeah. And so, good move, good move. Yeah, you guys will only have an anniversary like every four years. <laughs> That's, that's fabulous. Oh my god. You're not talking about how stupid I am. It's, no, it's we were, it's a reference to Parks and Rec. Oh, Parks and Rec is great. Yeah, that's it's a pretty good one. one. Yeah, so we've been dating. Uh, I feel as if it's going well. Uh, <laughs> don't bring it up on stream. I don't want you to tell anybody in the chat <laughs> at all what's go what's happening between us. Please. F's in the chat for respect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, past that, I helped Aiden move down to. That was a good drive to Arizona. We did that book hard. Yeah. I, I noticed did. you finished it. I'm already five books in. <laughs> I'm not even fucking joking, dude. I work all day with a, a headphone in, and I'm like, uh, music gets so boring after about an hour. Yep. And I'm like, okay, I need a book. The worst is I have a harder time listening to things told to me while a book is going on. Mm -hmm. And the, all the time, just a foreman walks up to me like, I'm like, oh. Yes. I'll, I'll relay that back to my boss. <laughs> Affirmative. You're like, yeah, I'll make sure that it goes, yeah. There's like 500 people yeah. there. Construction is a blame game. Mm -hmm. And until you realize that yeah. all of construction is a blame game, well, I mean, like, you won't do well. You know, you know my roommate, Rob. Yeah, yeah. So I have this amazing roommate, Rob. He's one of my favorite people on the planet. The guy is a total fucking shithead. Uh, he's, he's, the stories I have are just Rob and the evil that he has uh, amounted to. But uh, one of my favorite things today is he got home from coming in from Idaho. And they have this huge construction set up there right now. He's building the uh, foundation for a massive stadium. Huge stadium. Uh, in uh, in Idaho, and he's sitting there talking about it, and he's like, no, man, my surveyors suck ass. I like them as people, but Jared, what the fucking hell? Uh, <laughs> but he goes across, and he's like, they hand me all these plans, and nothing is laid out to where it's supposed to be, and he just goes on and on and on, and I'm like, did you tell them? He's like, no. And I'm like, so you're just blaming them? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, why? And he's like, because I can figure it out, and I'm like, but don't you not want to? No. No. <laughs> Ignore it and the problem Isn't it away. easier just to get the guy who's supposed to do his job in and finish his job? The best part is my company is completely separate. I only do gates and like uh, card scanners yeah. and stuff like that. And so I have nothing to do with the actual business that's running the construction site. I just have to follow the basic rules, which is like don't smoke meth mm -hmm. on the construction <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Uh, super uh, intendant's dick. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> How would you get it hot enough? I never mind. Uh, but because of that, like I'll have a superintendent walk up to me and he's like, Why are you drilling a hole there? And I'm like, 
just doing what my boss said. And I just continue <laughs> drilling right in front of him. I'm just like, dude, it's... If you got a problem, tell me to stop. You ask me a question, and in all honesty, I don't have an answer to it. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, they always ask you these questions, and I'm just like, dude, I'm still pretty new to this. I have no clue what you just said to me. And Anytime I was on construction sites, I would just hit him with a chain of command. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's every time he talks yeah. to my boss. Yeah, chain of command, I don't know. I, yeah. He says point, I shoot. Like, that's <laughs> yes. really how it is. Especially when it's your brother-in-law. Oh my god. I want to get wrapped around in his ginger well, He's beard. one of the few bosses where That's he's where just like, die. if this is shitty, like where it hits like 115 degrees, it's now like noon, and all of us are like, I just want to get the hell out of here. Mm. He's the guy who's just like, okay, we're going to go for a lunch break, but we're not coming back to this site. We'll go to a different one, do something else about <laughs> this. And I'm like, yes, let's do that. Because if you do the same thing for over like three hours, it's just mindless. I feel you, man. That's what I used to do. In not Arizona heat. You got me beat right there. But when I used to be an installer, it's that constant, job was dude. work. I step out at like 5 a.m. and it's just hot. And I'm like, okay, cool. Maybe it'll get better. It doesn't. It just gets worse. Yeah. He just lies to himself every morning. No, it, the best part was all the construction workers. They're like, oh, you're new to Arizona, huh? You don't get over the heat. You just ignore it. You just ignore you it. You just ignore it. It just is there. It's always it bad, exists. and you can't deny that it's not bad. You don't get used to it. And uh, I haven't. I really wasn't used to the heat in like Houston because it's not dry. It's just super humid. Oh, yeah. And I just yeah. remember like the first day I did door knocking for uh, security systems. You're telling me that, of course. And I just remember like the first day of like actually walking around, and I'm like. I've never felt the air in my body go in and out every time I breathe. Like, it's just like, it's like thick. It's like thick air. And it's, it's like something uh, vaping in your face 24-7. The first day it was like 92 degrees with like 85% humidity. Uh, and I just remember like walking outside the door and it just felt like a mist of just warm. I feel bad uh, for every dumbass that buys a leather couch and lives in humidity like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, you sit down instantly Skins peeling you, know, you just become this slab of salami. <laughs> you just fold onto it. Do you know what's worse? The only weather that I've ever experienced where Seth and I almost completely bailed on the entire trip altogether because of it. Chicago winter is the oh. worst. Because you get that high humidity coming off of the, uh, the lake, mm -hmm. and then it's down to 30 degrees. So oh. no matter what you're wearing, it doesn't matter what parka you're wearing, it doesn't matter anything, just bites right through. You just get cold no matter what. And it's that's the only place where it's I refuse to go there during the dead of summer and the dead of winter. See, I can do, I can, I can do the heat. I can't do cold. That just, I just hate it. I do suicide theory of cold, man. I'm so down. Just no. snow all the time, everywhere. I'd rather live in eternal winter than eternal summer. Yeah. I have a hard... I no, I'd rather live in I eternal love... sun, I, summer. I don't know if winter. I'd rather live in eternal, eternal summer. No, you, no, you hate it cold. No, you yeah, hate, hate cold. cold. I hate the heat. I'd rather do summer than winter. I hate the heat. I moved to Arizona. Look at me. I mean, like... Uh, it's like you have family there or something. Yeah, yeah. And more going down. The worst is each time I have to lie to my siblings. Yeah, I'll be down here for like two, three years. Sitting there, I'm like, this is six months. Tops. And then after that, <laughs> if I have one acclimated, I'm out. I'm out. It's so bad. Well, okay, but 
Six months, no problem. During that time, you're going to hit the winter season. The worst is Arizona, Arizonians, or however you say them, Arizonans. Arizona. They worship their state. They think it's the best state in the world. They're like, everyone should get down here. It's nice all year long, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, what about those four months where it is living hell? <laughs> where trash like cans that? are melting out in the streets. Yeah. yeah. And all of them are just like, oh, no, you get used to it. Oh, you just get over it. And I'm like, no. 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 It's worse. You go to the movie theaters a lot. <laughs> it's always <laughs> air conditioned. Yeah. The worst part is they're all a bunch of, like, uh, all the guys have these 4 by 4s that they take oh, yeah. driving and all that. None of them have AC. None of them. Because AC takes power out of the car. Yeah, the engine. So they're just like, no, we just, you get used to it and you roll down the windows. <laughs> you just suffer. Yeah. You suffer. They, ugh. When you try to convince them on any other state, and they get defensive. They're just like, shut up. No, I'll say wrong then. That's, that's a good question for everybody. Actually, this is one of my favorite questions of all time. Okay. That actually reminds me of it. When my brother and I used to travel around the United States, we would always find that one town that you just walk in and you don't know what it is, but you can see yourself living there. Mm. Have you ever had that happen before where you don't know the people yet, you don't even know the area, but it's like you walk in and you're like, I could spend a lot of time here. Yes. No, my exact spot. Battle Creek, Washington. Oh, beautiful. Like, it's like, take like your northwestern, like, typical city, but push it back to like the early 2000s. So it's still not super like mainstream. There's not, you know, all the craziness of the big city. It's not metro yet. Yeah. And then add like the jungle aspect of the Washington forest. So now it's time to buy. Yeah. (laughs) Mine's right next to that. It's Everest. Everest, Washington. Yeah. It's right next to Super by that. Super green. Super lush all the time. And it's the prettiest place. And they have some of the coolest violin shops down there. Oh, they really do, actually. The Everest shop is my favorite. That's. Mine's Duluth, Minnesota. Mm. It, is, it is a weird place, but it was the one time I'm a I'm a all right I'm a hipster at heart. Look at the shoes I'm wearing. Let's face it, it's it's I'm a, I'm a hipster. If there's ever been a hipster shown, <laughs> and uh, that place was 100%. We show up and the fog's coming off of Lake Superior, mm. and it's it's almost as if they just stopped building the skyscraper, the two or three that they have there. But then it's mm. all docks, and then this big old hill. And so during the winter, it's miserable, but during the summer, it's kind of pleasant. And so it's it's one of those, I'm like, I don't know why, but their kale kicks harder there than it all <laughs> No, but it's it's a lot of fun. Seth and I went, and I had some of the best lox bagels I've ever had. We went rock climbing up there. That was amazing. It's their violin shop up there, I believe. Uh, F.C. Eggert? Uh, yes, Duluth, yes. And then they have one in Fargo. Yes, I know. I've done filing um, for everyone. It's weird because they'll name a shop. I'm like, I know it. They bought this last yeah, month. And you're yeah. like, how the fuck did you know that? And I'm like, oh, we just file for dads all the time. Dad's got another strat. Dad's looking to sell. Totally off topic. Nobody here would understand what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I know. But right? I, I don't so have cool. like a quick million for you guys. How much is it? <laughs> Uh, the last one that sold from that violin shop to a person that I can't tell you where exactly. Yeah. Uh, it was the Firebird Strad, and it went for $10, 11000000 million. Uh, this one, he's found another person who's interested in one, and... Harvard's not getting that. It's finding it's people to buy. Finding buyers. Well, that's finding the, good buyers. That's the only violin that I know by name. Is the, Stradivarius? I yeah, I mean, everyone, I think yeah. that's kind of like the... Violin you know, owners won't sell it to you if you don't play. No, 
I mean, they don't. It's it's actually bringing down the value, depreciating the value of the instrument if you don't play. Right. Well, and there's the whole idea that a lot of the violin, I might be completely wrong on this, but they don't want that specific violin to turn into like the art gallery lifestyle where it sits they for two years and has violin. more value. Any violin that's seen on an art gallery is just sad. Uh, yeah. There, there are a few out there. No matter what, it's, it's. There are certain breaks you can have in instruments that are like, okay, it's now a really cool art piece. Yeah, sure, it's sure. now one hundred percent behind glass. But that's where all the money's made is through actually playing the instrument and building up the rapport with it. On top of also making it sound better over time, it's, playing it more makes it sound better. Well, and I'm sure too. Like, I mean, maybe violins from fourteen, fourteen hundreds and on, like. Those properties would need to be in a museum. Yeah, viola de gambas, I believe. Some of them are still played. Like, if really? you play them, you can keep them for a long time because it's well, small pieces that you got to replace. And oh yeah, any instrument, any violin you see that's from as early as the 1600s, it's honestly only 60% the same instrument. The wood has been replaced slowly over time. It's been repaired so often. The it's only not thing the same instrument. That's the same as the label on the back and the varnish. And the varnish. The only thing that'll stay the same. Hmm. And sometimes the sound post. Sometimes people get weird about the sound post. No, no. you switch out the sound post. If it breaks, if it doesn't break, you want to keep it. That's where most of the breaks happen too. So switching out your sound post is good. Anybody who plays instruments watching, sorry uh, for <laughs> tipping into it. It's a boring subject. I don't but. think it's a boring subject because it's a subject that isn't done a million times on the internet. You don't learn it in high school. You know, that, that's yeah. the thing about content nowadays is a lot of the stuff that people watch and done a million times. Yeah. How many people have done violin time? A dozen? Probably, yeah. Probably a only dozen? a handful. No, no, no. Why do they even dad should do a fucking violin podcast? <laughs> Dude, don't even picking up a podcast. He is. And he's the weirdest guy. Oh, I'm so excited it. for I'm, him to start it. Yes. He's for it. I'm against it. I am so against him getting a podcast. Because oh, that man will get cancelled within the week. Oh, oh yeah. Well. Him and I, uh not him and I, him and like everybody in the family, <laughs> including Rob. Decided uh, if he were to do a food truck, it should be an anti-PC food truck, and it'd be 100% satire. I mean, like labels everywhere saying the, everything on the menu, what what it's called, satire. Right. Everything we say, satire. Everything we wear, satire. Tell him the oh, first please. item he thought of on the menu. Uh, the LGBLT. No, no, no. It was Aspergers. Oh, it was the Aspergers. So good, it's retarded. <laughs> so good, it's retarded. That was the first thing he said. So, and I said, okay, cool. It's uh, like I sat there and I'm like, Dad, you go. There are going to be some places you will thrive and some places you yeah. will be mobbed out of. There's going to be some places that are like, this is the shit. Yeah, mostly <laughs> Texas. Yeah, you Texas. go to Texas, you're probably good. That ass burger, son. <laughs> we got some ass burgers. Wow, that's fucking funny, though. But the thing is, that man, he just like one after another is like, new idea, new idea, he new idea. Popping and them like, out, and I'm why like, aren't you writing this down? Dude, yeah. this is not a bad idea. <laughs> like, honestly, if you, were, if you were on Instagram and you saw that somebody had a food truck, let's say, and you wanted to follow them around because all it is is satire, anti-PC oh, sure. stuff. And the guy is so smart and funny enough and willing to insult people enough. Yeah. 
But he's still curious. Brilliant. He's not. He's oh, not no, like he's mean. the he's the nicest guy. But yeah, he'll he'll say some stuff to your face. <laughs> Just be like, he'll talk some he's, shit. He's got some Peter in him, and it shows. Yeah, hands down. Right? And Just I love blunt. it. And you're like, oh, ow, <laughs> ow. Okay, thanks. So God, Holly. Yeah. A lot of new stuff going on with you too. Yeah, I'm pretty cool. That's <laughs> 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 It's at that point in time, everybody should... Oh, yeah. Um, You have to do it for the the TikTok. In in all honesty, I don't get it, but anyways, we're on Holly. Yeah, whatever. Zoomer. (laughs) He's a year older than me. Oh, yeah. It's called Selenial, thank you very much. Selenial. Oh, yeah. I, um, I, uh, I got a boyfriend. I know. Not for not good for hot girl summer. No. <laughs> not good for hot girl summer. I call it uh, the Sim summer. Sim summer. It's definitely out there. Yeah. About Buddha <laughs> Pete, you know Buddha Pete. Oh, I like that yeah. much better. That's pretty Buddha good. Buddha Pete. Um, what's what else? What well, I got yeah. a new job. Ooh, I work at a bookstore. Yeah, some lady today asked me in the, the children's section, she's like, you do really well here. And I'm like, this isn't my section. <laughs> <laughs> I just told you children's books that I thought were good. She was like, what do you, she's like, I know you don't have kids. And I was like, is nice. it the Naruto shirt that came in the <laughs> And then I was like, oh yeah, no, I don't. And she's like, but you work here. And obviously you're standing in the children's section. Uh, what's some good books? And I was like, well, this is the one I liked. As a kid. As a kid. They never change them. Is it a Hungry Hungry Caterpillar or is it Rainbow Fish? No, I did so. Fish. Fish. Smacked. Yeah. No, my favorite well, book, man. Where the, wild, fi- it, Where the wild things are. Yeah. Rainbow Fish was basically the giving tree, just in a different form. I did oh, an I anti-Rainbow Fish book report Think about it. in the sixth grade. Yeah. But not absolutely depressing. Yeah, at the no, very but not end. like not soul crushing. Like, oh yeah. my fucking god! What it's am like I doing some people just life? take everything that you have and give nothing back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had a total anti-rainbow fish book report really? in sixth grade, where I said that everyone else was a piece of shit. Why would he have to give his scales? They're his scales. Why does he have to give them away? Yeah, yeah. he grew them. Yeah, yeah. those are his scales. Those are his scales. Why the hell is he giving them to everybody? Why the hungry hungry caterpillar have to die? I don't know. That's good. I am um, the super uh, super messed up one was the the one about the big bad wolf, but it was from his perspective. It was super dark. It was a children's book. Which one is this? It's called the Big Bad Wolf, and it's just all about him eating pigs and just being like they deserve to die. I, I asked oh, for a cup I of sugar, that and one. they never gave me one. What they about ran no away. David, no, you guys remember that one? Yes. 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 Bitch. That one's awesome. That was my that kid. Just fucking. Ah! Yeah. See, the thing about your book store is, if somebody asks me for a children's book, like The Hobbit is right over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get your kid started young. Where are the Yeah. You like the Bible? Oh, Cimmerillions. <laughs> it reads the same. <laughs> Very similar. But it's all fake. Yeah. If you want it to be. Like, Can we just. Can we just like 
explain how hyped the fucking Amazon Lord of the Rings is going to be? Oh, dude! Oh, yeah. Every two months, I probably do a three-day just investigation of what is going down with that show. And Didn't just that have, like, a multi-million dollar budget? Or, like, billion? Billion. Yeah, billion dollar budget. the most expensive TV show that's ever been. And just to get the rights, it was, like, what, $30 billion? It's going to be so I'm a pure hyped pessimist. It's all garbage until I see it. Oh, I'm fucking... If I get hyped, it's going to be bad. I've been a wreck since they announced it. No Man's Sky, dude. Dude, it happened with Cyberpunk. It happened with Red Dead. It happened with mostly video games. But I said, I'm not getting hyped. It was good. My only problem with the Red Dead series is they still play from the 1990s. Yeah. It's the controls have not changed, yeah. and I get so fucking tired of slamming A to yeah. run. It's like stop it. I agree with you there. Story was great. Story was fantastic. Very the online trash. I think, I think we're due so for another uh, GTA Attack on Titan too. remake. Attack on Titan. Attack. Uh, Shadow of the Colossus. Jeez, us. Okay. <laughs> Shadow of the Colossus. We're due for another remake. We're hitting uh, smooth brain hours. <laughs> smooth brain. <laughs> the man got off the plane. Give him a break. <laughs> Shadow of Colossus, they did remake it, though. Oh, they've remade it, like, six times. Yeah. I'm saying it's time for another one. Oh, yeah, we are, They do one, like, every year. It's, been on new it's every new console. They do a new one. Because it is, in my opinion, the best video game to have ever been created. Definitely won't there. That's yeah. wrong. It isn't. I respect your uh, ability to be wrong. Artistic-wise? I would put it in my top 50. I just don't know what. It would, it would be in my top 50, for sure. Yeah. I can't say my top 50. I have some shitty games on there. Yeah. For some reason, what's your top one? Just go for it. If you had one game that impacted you the most, oh, people are gonna hate me for this. It's not mean? because the game was good. It's not because any of that. Oh, Destiny my... One holds a special place in my heart, just because me and my buddies would fuck around for twelve hours on the same goddamn mission. Yeah, the no... game was hard. I got an award in here for you. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a garbage game. It didn't no, deserve okay. to be made. Listen, well, loved it. I 100% agree with you about what you said about it's like having fun with your friends. Because yeah. my number one, still play it to this day, just did a 30-hour stream, World of Warcraft. Ooh. There you go. Not yeah. a great game by any stretch of the imagination. Not the best graphics or the most fun, but the camaraderie. Fantastic. Once yeah. you get past the fetch quests and you start doing the raids, that's when that game really shines. Yes. Really shines. It's the same only with Destiny yeah, 2. It's the same thing with Destiny it's, 2. It was, Destiny that one, I think too. it's hilarious. That's one of your favorites, despite you hate hype trains. That one was hyped so yeah. hard. I hate that game. But if, still, if somebody was like, hey, let's play one of the old raids, let's play Destiny oh, I'd be like, yeah. Uh, part, yeah I I'm have down. mixed reviews about Cyberpunk. I liked it, but it was unplayable. Yeah. But it was fun. But it was unplayable. But, but you, get to, you get to fuck as Keanu Reeves. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I get to, highlight. <laughs> I get to be a sexy woman with a pee-pee? <laughs> yeah! My dream. I'm all about that. Game Let's that. face it. Well, there have been plenty of games that have that mechanic. Mm -hmm. This is the first good one. Mostly out of Japan. <laughs> Japan has a lot of their priorities right. <laughs> they, they, all, they got... They may not have a military, but they're doing something right. <laughs> they're doing something. They're taking over a different way. Might have... Oh, oh no, I can't do that. Backs. Culturally take over. Story wasn't good. Slap some tentacles on. Good. <laughs> I would say uh, the best game in the world, though, by far, has to be uh, Animal Crossing: New Horizons. Okay, never yeah. played a lick of it. It was one of my favorite games to watch, just because me and and our roommate, yeah. I just sit there, you know, utterly incapacitated in the way of marijuana. 
And I just sit there and stare and just be like, oh my god, you got a fossil. <laughs> right. And he was like, oh, it's a tyrannosaurus arm. And I'm like, oh, hell yeah. What? I was like, dude, go through your museum right now. And oh, then we would just walk through it for hours. The museum is a fucking, yeah. whole, it is beautiful. <laughs> fucking beautiful. Let me tell you, our roommate, yeah. he played it three weeks before me. Probably about a month in. Religiously. Religiously. But the thing is, he also was working from home because right when COVID started, so he started working from home. Mm. I was working actually double what I was working. I was working nine to five, five days a week. I surpassed him by fifty hours, <laughs> and I got my I got my whole Switch and that game three weeks after him. And he literally was like, "How the fuck did you do this? How?" Big brain. Big brain moves. You know what my schedule was? I uh, broke up with a boy. Stayed home, <laughs> and basically I'd wake up. That was not I, a rough breakup. That was one of the, wait, which one was that? That wasn't mine. That was Devin. That was the easiest breakup yeah. I've seen a human being go through in their entire life. I came home and I was like. <laughs> you like fucking broke up with that dude. Guess who's not uh, going down to Alpine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And well, I was like, oh, you know good? The, you know, you know the, actually, this all correlates. Do you know what the straw that broke the camel's back on that breakup? I got my switch. I got my game. I told that motherfucker. I was like, all I want to do today is and play my goddamn switch and Animal Crossing. And you know what we didn't fucking do? That. I literally, I went home three hours early. And I was like, you're having a mental breakdown. I'm going to go and play Animal Crossing. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta dip for your own well being. Yeah, sometimes you just gotta be like, yeah, it looks like you're going through some stuff. Uh, um, you need to give your mom a call. I'm out. I was like, this is not my place, and I told you what I wanted to do. Yeah, I'm, gonna go do I'm gonna go do it. And then I played it for five hours. I remember my uh, uh, Bieber in chat, she got Animal Crossing. Oh, I remember that moment. That was a fucking. She went. Yeah. She she got, she, she went ham. She got about the same amount of hours the same time I got it. She was at two fifty two hundred and fifty hours within the first month. She would call me and she's like, "I just got the gold flowers," and I'm like, "What does that mean?" She's like, "What do you mean? What does it mean?" And I'm like, "I don't know." Like, I Shut the hell up! I'm married to you. Like, you're like, "Don't play the game." Uh, I'm like. Oh, okay. Um, good job. I remember my favorite memories with Bieber is she would go to each other's islands and I was like, do you have any of these recipes? <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, bitch, Celeste is here. I'm like, all right, one moment. On my way. Be, be right favorite there. moment was me and Nate sitting there for four hours. We fished. It's just fished. The and fishing I was like, is fun. What are you catching this time? And he's like, I have no fun. See, I'm kind of putting off playing that game only because I played the first one on the DS and I played that game religiously drop it all it was so much fun i've heard so many people who played the ds version religiously they loved as much that's the thing is like i want to have the moment of time to where i think mentally i can put in the time and not gain three trillion and not sacrifice every other aspect of my life yeah an opinion that not a lot of people are gonna like i'm popular i'm popular opinion here yeah fuck minecraft Fuck Animal Crossing. It's all about that Valheim shit now. I mean, you're wrong, but I'll accept it. Okay, <laughs> Minecraft is hands down top five. No problem. I'm not saying fuck it, I hate it. I'm saying 
I know it's probably everyone knows about it, but that is an amazing game that deserves more attention. Yeah. Yeah, that one's great. It, oh, I don't know about fuck Minecraft and fuck. Yeah. Hey, man. I mean, like, I think one of the best creations, or at least splits into the mixed universes. Dude. That yeah, one in Doom. Uh, yeah. Vikings. That is true. I do love some Vikings. 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 They're the hardcore I, pirates of the world. I could have Vikings in Minecraft. Oh, wait, we're not doing a Vikings theme. We already voted against that. No, not? they already changed it all together. My whole birthday's different. It's carnival theme now. We're getting, uh, oh, want to hear my 23rd birthday? Mm. We are getting, this is Bella's idea, because at first we were going to do Vikings, yeah. and we are going to do Anime Night. Now we're going Carnival. So we're getting a bounce house. Oh yeah. We're getting a foam machine. Good we're getting call. a slip and slide. <laughs> we're gonna get a snow cone machine. Because you can rent them all for a yeah. discount. And hella jungle juice. That's my only thing. How bougie do you have to be to get like a fucking uh what's those like a carnival ride where it goes around in circles? Oh, you get like a mini one of those. You go to the like the county carnival that happens every once in a while. It's yeah. like that next level where they're like, if you're getting a carnival ride, you might as well get the bowling alley. Yeah, yeah. Like, that is true. There was one time I was at the state fair and they, um, what is it, the Tilt World? Yeah. Straight up, they left us on that. You you know how it's only like a minute, two minutes? I I counted. I was on my phone. I was like, we've been on here for six minutes. When do we get out? <laughs> just forget there's someone on there. You're someone, the only ones. someone just takes a quick bathroom break while you guys hop well, on. I think it was because there was no line, so they were like, "Fuck it, you guys want to keep going?" They didn't even ask. They're didn't like, ask him. They're like, "We'll stop once the first person vomits." Yeah. That was hands down a fiver handed to the dude, and they're just like, "How long do you think we can get people on there before they start saying shit?" Like, for sure. I worked at the carnival. I don't know, man. I've been messing with people the whole time. If I was that, if I was that, uh, the guy who was operating it, the operator, I would do that for a corn dog. <laughs> oh no, they're they're fucking around. My favorite part of the the state fair was because I was this tiny kid. Is my dad because they always had like the wood chips. My dad would like shove his foot under the wood chips and then like prop his foot up and then I'd stand on it so I could get on the ride. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah, Damn. well, because you can't see his foot because he gets it under the wood Yeah, chips. your dad was a fucking... But I was a G. That was a big brain move. <laughs> big brain moves. He was like, we're going to have the most fucking fun we can. Man, just imagine being shorter, but you can't do that now. Being an adult, you can't get on a oh, roller coaster. Yeah. Short people do exist. I don't believe it. Asians are out there. I think... Evolutionarily-wise. I was about to say, I was in Japan. Most of them are taller than me. <laughs> really? Yeah. Saying murder short people. Don't deserve to live. He must be that guy who makes the music for Toy Story. <laughs> Go look that up later. What oh, happens? Oh, he, has, he has songs against dwarfism. He's a fucking who he's a wild man. You got a friend of story. Yeah. But you're not a short friend. No, <laughs> yeah, for real. Unless you have your five foot then fuck you. If I if I can my superpowers are to summon salty Frank. If he feels us talking Salty about this, he'll brain. be here soon to tell us why <laughs> just that up guy in the hates chat. us. He's like, well, who the hell's talking about this? <laughs> um, well, what's your game then? We got we got half the it's, number one game. It's a pretty basic one, uh, and by basic, I mean like I revisit it probably once every five months. Uh, the Witcher Three. Okay. It's yeah, right before respectful. Cyberpunk. The controls, yes, are wonky as well, but I don't think a story's ever pulled me in. Nearly so much. Do you like the TV show? I love the TV. Henry Cavill. 
He's on the hall pass. Oh. He's oh, on the hall pass. Yeah. And, yeah, obviously. Yeah. So. He also plays World of Warcraft. Oh, yeah, no. It's, have you ever heard him talk about uh, when, he, when, he, when he found out that he was Superman compared to when he found out that he was Geralt? No. He was in a raid in World of Warcraft when he found out he was Superman. He got the call. And usually you take those calls. Yeah. And he sits there and goes, I'm in a raid. And then turns it off and throws <laughs> it away. They end up like texting him. It's like, hey, you're Superman. It's like, but when it came to Geralt, when he found out that they were doing a show, he was like eight months ahead of time. Before they even green lit it, he would go in and be like, I want to be Geralt. I yeah. want to be Geralt. What do I have to be to be Geralt? Well, I want to uh, give me give me it all. And the guy has worked so hard for it. Looks, and I love it. He looks like perfect. He yeah. looks pretty good. Yeah, he, he, he's <laughs> pulled it off really fucking well, and I can't wait till they scar him up. Oh, I know. More. It's going to be crazy. Oh. What was uh, Bella's take on that show? She hated it for one reason. I oh, she know. hated it because of the, the, swords, the sound. Right? She's like, the swords are so loud. So they were. You know what? I had to agree with her. Sometimes I was having headphones. Yeah. Like, I was, I was going to be offended, and then I'm like. When she said that, because we were on a podcast, she said that, and I'm like, what? And I was like. Oh, she's kind of right. Yeah, she's she's kind of right. It's a small thing to hate it for, but I get yeah. it. Well, for Bella to have even watched it in the first place was impressive enough, so that's why I know Bella was like, the fucking swords got her. <laughs> so I was like, you know, kudos for her. She, she tries. Is out the window, then. Uh, she, she's not really big into a lot of the nerdier stuff. Dude, it's out the window for me. I don't do Star Wars. And that's fine. I found one a TikTok that gave me a good, like, Okay, so this is the thing. All my shit is good. All my shit him is and good, I, but nobody knows it. Him and I agree and disagree on a lot of things. He's right about Star Wars in one uh, in one way. The cinematic world. The newest three were garbage. And I know I'm dating a person who loves the newest three. And don't get me wrong, the memes that came from him almost justified them. And the number two was actually decent. Swallow Ren. Exactly. Swallow Ren. But only it, Star Wars movie I've I enjoyed. Am. So phenomenal fucking movie. Rogue One. Han Solo was like the Han Solo anybody who says any differently. Han Solo. Mandalorian kicked ass. Clone Wars are fantastic, and the new series on Disney Plus, The Bad Batch, is really good too. I'm really enjoying it. I'll get into the Clone Wars. It's just far away enough from the actual live action cinematic universe that I'm like, I'll do Clone Wars in a heartbeat. Clone Wars is better than the original trilogy. Oh, bring back the old Republic, and I will watch the hell out of Star Wars. That needs but to be until the that happens, yeah. I'm not gonna watch it. it. I don't know why they're still going. That's the only problem. I don't know why they're still the Rebels and the Imperials. I don't get it. I don't get it. There's Same already shit. been a trilogy of that. Stop it. Do something I, else. I think that this new trilogy got fucked because they wanted to do the whole. Let's have someone direct a different movie every time. And they convoluted the story. I think Ryan Johnson's movie artistically was amazing. Did not fit the biggest, the, the whole overarching story. Which one did he hit with? The eighth. The eighth? Yeah. Oh, the second of the trip. Yeah. Because Swallow Ren. He, he didn't capture any of the characters in their actual, it wasn't their characters. Luke wasn't a pussy. And he was in that movie. They made yeah. him out to be the biggest little bitch. And that's not, even, Luke, even Mark Hamill came out to like, that's not my Luke. That's not me. Like, I hated it. Fuck yeah. that. The moment Mary Poppins happened, I was like, I'm out. This is stupid. Oh, with Princess Leia? Yeah. yeah that was the worst scene in Star Wars. I said yeah, that. I was like, this is yeah. ridiculous. That was the worst scene in Star Wars. Yeah. 
Well, it, per- it would have been perfect if they let her die then, to be fully honest with you. The thing is that bothered me about Luke Leia's story, the only reason why I didn't like it, or I wish there was more of it, is because you got a little bit in the last movie, but it was like, she is such a badass. She trained, but no, then she gave yeah. birth, and then she stopped training, and I was like, that's a pussy shit. She was working with Luke to actually learn the Force, yeah. she, but yeah. they never once touched it. No. And it made no. the movie they feel like incomplete. A, they showed like a 20-second scene of her running around the jungle with Luke. Yeah. And that was supposed to be like, oh yeah, she was badass. And it's wow. like, wow. I think the problem was is they... They tried to get Ryan Johnson to direct one. They should have just let What's His Butt do all three. J.J. Abrams. Yeah, because they coughed out on, they coughed out on, um, what's the main bad guy from the first one? Snoke. Snoke. They coughed out on him. Yeah. They didn't need to bring back fucking Palpatine. No. But I just feel like they didn't have any direction to go. They, yeah. Disney fucked up. Yeah. That's that's facts. They just they didn't think the story. I don't know. They didn't write. The, the first mistake was not writing out the first three movies in one entire story arc. They should have figured oh, yeah. it all out beforehand before even starting it, or given it a break. Like to do the first one, I thought the first The Force Awakens had a lot of potential. The second one didn't. Well, it had some, but like also too, it was like in a four day period. Yeah, even a four day period. Ryan Johnson would do great if he could have done a standalone movie. Yeah, he would have been done great. Would have been done Yeah. I'm really excited the first for, one, for that reason. Uh, not standalone. The first one, I thought was a great setup. Second one, I hated. Third one, I refused to actually go see because I'm not giving money to Disney. There was a to lot. go see. I'll give you a money grab. The one positive about that is there was a lot of fan service. There was a ton of fan service yeah. in all of them. That was the problem yeah. for me. Mm. Death Star was there. Yeah. That started to be done. Yeah. Uh, I'm That's sorry, I did not like Ray as much. I thought they should have gone with Finn more. I thought his story could have that, been. I thought that's where they were going with, and then they were like, "Yeah, we'll pick him aside." Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna put him somewhere else. And even Poe was interesting. Yeah, Poe. Po, damn right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just like Ray was like, all of a sudden she's better than a guy who murdered literally the entire Jedi Order besides yeah. Luke. Yeah. And can stop a bl- a blaster bolt. With the force, yes. how did she ever, ever yeah. form any kind of argument against him? My favorite thing of that last movie—spoilers, time enough—is yeah. the <laughs> is when they made that "I Need a Hero" song over that last scene with <laughs> Kylo <Yeah>. Ren. <laughs> that was so fucking good. I'm not gonna lie; the best part of the third one was the Raylo Wush canon. That was the fucking. Dumb as shit. Well, I... that was the thing that made it never was... make sense. They didn't love each other. No, well, it was weird because it was like, what is this, some force love? Yeah. Well, then, like, I guess if she's now a uh, uh, part of the family, that's some fucking wincest, I guess, right? I'm Palpatine Sugar Baby. Oh, and I'm Han Solo's accidental child. That's... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why? Are, what? Why? Did you guys hear the bad news, though, that, that John Favreau has a spinal injury? From carrying Star Wars out of the dead. <laughs> he didn't only do Star Wars. He also did Marvel. Dude, he's the he, go. The guy. Have you seen the movie Chef? Yeah. I've told her so yeah. many times. I'm like, tonight we're actually gonna watch Chef. We never yeah. go all the way through it, but I love that movie. I, I honestly, I think that they are. They were probably pretty close to canning a lot of the Star Wars project. Mm-hmm. They pulled the plug on a lot of them. Mm-hmm. When then, when they started to uh, boycott 
Solo, yeah. uh, Kenobi was taken off yeah. completely. Yeah. And that was disappointing because they have Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor back, yeah. which I've always said that the pre prequels are um, way Under better. Than, underrated. Yeah. yeah. They were written poorly. The acting was well done. It was Revenge of the Sith is way better than anyone wants to give it credit for. Mm -hmm. sure. Great. Yeah, I think people need Phantom Menace a lot of shit. I love Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace was fantastic. Jar Jar Binks is whack, but he fits a, com a comedic role that as a kid was awesome. And I just don't even think it's that bad because he didn't even have any like really like screen time in the next two. Yeah. No. He wasn't yeah, they, truly they thoroughly made sure he wasn't. <laughs> yeah. They listened. Yeah. Dude, I still wanted him to be the next Sith Lord. That would have been Oh the yeah, movie. that whole conspiracy. Yeah. That, that would have been. I just, I, I hope that they realize that Having someone who's a fan of Star Wars make Star Wars is the future. Mm -hmm. I mean, Favreau was oh, yeah. a big fan. They need to get rid of uh, what's her butt, the lady who's Kathleen Kennedy. They yeah. need to get rid of her. Have Favreau take over that position and let oh, him direct sure. the contest. He yeah. should do all of it. Yeah. I love Mandalorian so much. It's, it's, so, it's good. so good. Well, I mean, the only reason why we have Marvel, to be honest, is John Favreau. He made he, uh, yeah, Iron Man. Because he nailed Iron Man. Iron Perfectly. Man's one of my favorite characters yeah. because of John Favreau. Yeah. I I was so high. Have you seen, has everyone seen the last season of Mandalorian? I have. Mm. I was not expecting the Luke thing. Yeah. And they blew it out of the water for me. I thought that was fantastic. I thought it was really cool. I know a lot of people got angry at the CGI. What are we gonna do? I mean, well, there the was, best you can do. There was there was one other option that I heard somebody say, and I'm like, okay, do you know what? Do you know what? I can get behind that. The guy who plays the Winter Soldier. Yeah, he, he actually looks, looks like frightening, like uh, like Luke, a young, a young Mark. Hamill. Yeah, yeah. A young Mark Hamill. And so that's the only way that they could have gotten around it. But the guy was busy with all of his Marvel stuff. Yeah, he was Falcon and CGI totally made sense. I think people are they just it. a little too fucking nitpicky on oh. shit. Because I was yeah. watching it probably like the TV was on the wall maybe. Yeah. And I was maybe like seven feet away, six feet away. Yeah. I couldn't. I was like, oh, it's CGI. But I wasn't yeah. over there like, this looks fucking stupid. <laughs> it's like, no, it looks fine. Yeah, it looks good. I. How about. My question is though, how does the CGI look worse now than when it did in that Tron movie? Or even yeah. more. <laughs> that Tron dude looked fucking perfect. Oh, wow. All I have to say is Superwoman. You ever seen that? Uh -huh. The TV show that CW came out with? That hands down has the worst CGI I've seen a TV show to ever have in a game. Supergirl? Supergirl, sorry. I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen that one. It's, it's actually. Just look up bad CGI moments and you will see it and just be like, oh my god, they got away with that. They got away with that? Hey, thank you for the stub, Sil City. How you doing, my guy? I guess it's Steel X now. Steel X, more club. Steel X. I, yeah, the whole CGI. Yeah, woman, horrible CGI. Um, Arrow, Flash. Because I like them, I like the crossover of the stuff, but I had to stop. There was just so fucking much yeah. to watch. They made it super convoluted. Netflix and does it, well. it became difficult huh? to watch. Netflix does it well with like, oh, uh, yeah, with what's their his name? Uh, Daredevil, Iron Fist. Yeah. Iron Fist, um, Jessica Jones. And the new Black oh. Widow movie coming out. Oh, I'm actually pumped. I gotta tell you guys of an experience. I went to the movie theaters for the first time again. Yeah. Yeah? It was weird. I I don't know why I'm so, like, on this, but it was so weird going back to the movie theater. and Because, yeah. like, ever since COVID, I haven't gone to any, like, public place for, like, recreational fun. Yeah. 
and to finally go back to somewhere where it was like everyone was there for fun to have a good time it just seemed like everyone was like more happy and like and that they were more appreciative yeah and like got the like got like the snacks and shit and just yeah. had like a great ass time the same thing with diners yeah going to diners like just a bunch of people are there they're all there for fun Everyone's done with the whole. I'm um, gonna stay inside and eat yeah. chips and, and work from home. It's it's sad because I'm sitting there and I I have that stupid PC part of my brain that's just like maybe we should be a little bit more protective and ready for this. Yeah. But at the same point in time, they just came out with numbers: more than half adults in the United States are completely vaccinated. Yeah. Yeah. At that point in time, I think lifting the ban was a good idea. Yeah. Especially here in Utah, how they got rid of the mask mandate. They didn't yeah. really need to. People stopped. Oh yeah, no people. Yeah. Nobody people followed it. But no. Yeah. Why do you think we had such bad COVID in years for so long? Uh, still says when I was in Colorado two weeks ago, I went to the bar for the first time in over a year, and it was so weird. Yeah. 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 It is. It really is. I, I went to the club the other weekend. No one was wearing face masks. It was jam to jam, and I was just like, I'm glad I'm vaccinated. I think me and my wife <laughs> were the only people at the movie theater wearing a mask. Really? I mean, there might have been like. A handful of other people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the first time I went to, back to a movie theater since COVID was actually the Demon, Demon Slayer. Slayer. The new Demon which, Slayer. That movie kicked ass. It really was. It followed it line by line, scene by scene to the manga. It was great. Anyways, but it was yeah. it was a weird experience. Yeah, it's just yeah, cool. Because nobody was there. Oh, really? like, yeah, we up. saw a Quiet Place 2. Oh, how was it? Really good. I've yet to see that one. Really good. Which one? Really accepted the Conjuring movie. Quiet Place 2. I was in the first one. I'm so bad. On I thought it. it was good. Right? It was actually good. I wish they gave more of an origin. Oh yeah, just that was the only like thing a... I want. I feel like they're setting it up for a third, but that's okay. I'm okay with the third. Only if I can see a little bit more John Krasinski. Oh, I love uh, John Krasinski. Yeah, we won't spoil anything. We're not no, spoilers. spoilers. No, not no. yet. They all die. <laughs> uh, a lot of Pennsylvania is following the if you're vax, no mask requirement. That's the new stuff on all of our gas stations. Yeah, I, I get that. Yeah, yeah. No, Holly's vaxxed, but my my mom today, my mom today said something interesting. I was sitting there and I'm like, oh, too deep. Well, I mean, like it came down to this. It's just like I I brought up just like kids. I'm like, no. At one point in time, I would love to have children, just in general. And she was just like, you got vaccinated, right? I'm like, no. And she's like. You get vaccinated you're not having kids i'm like there are no numbers that are saying anything yeah. like, and i mean like how like, I feel fucked like up is that is to say that to your son yeah and well, honestly it's just like you're not getting government. children you're sterile it's like oh okay is it? half the population has it if i haven't seen mainstream reports saying oh my god half the population's sterile now i'd be like okay yeah cool probably not gonna get the vaccine i haven't seen that yeah but I keep on hearing it. I talk, I talk to my doctor every single time yeah. that I go in and bring it up. And I'm like, what's the number at? And he gives me the new number. He's like, no, because do you know how many people come in asking about that exact thing? Yeah. If they're sterilized? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, no. And then I throw these numbers at him. And it's like a month and a half ago, it was like 90,000 people, more than that, in the U.S. were pregnant after getting the vaccine. Yeah. It's not people. sterilizing you. I hate to say it. And, and like, if it is, good. I've always, yeah. <laughs> I've always tried to stay not, or just be not politics on here, but yeah. 
People need to probably not buy into every article they read on the internet. Like, yeah. We're at that point where it's a little oh, ridiculous. I, we're at an era where abuse of the internet is a thing. Yeah. I'm not saying laws should be made for it, but I'm sitting there saying some of you should be kicked off. Well, and I think yeah. that there's definitely some people, some companies that are running news articles that are false that yeah. probably should be... On purpose, too. Yeah. I mean, clicks get money, so... Mm-hmm. And it's easy to get clicks when your article is like, you'll never believe what the vaccine does to your fucking sperm. Ah, yeah. Baby has eight legs. Yeah. You know, like it's it just... grew three inches when I got the vaccine. <laughs> like, 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 oh. You would go to a you would go to a local place and there'd just be a line of men out there. Get vaccinated. <laughs> I am looking at it's about vaccine. time. I mean, I heard it. It's gonna save us. Can you just you know inject it straight into my taint? I'll just, you know, I was really sad when I got the vaccine and my boobies didn't get bigger. <laughs> See, I was really sad that I got vaccinated and I didn't have a chip in my arm. Yeah, bummer. Yeah, Daddy Gates, chip me up. Daddy Gates. <laughs> no, but I actually, Bebert kind of nailed it. Annihilation is a great Ooh, movie yeah, that is. is not talked about often. Oh, Annihilation? Yeah. I had to watch that movie Natalie twice. Portman. With Natalie Portman. That one. Fucking wild. Oh, man, that was a. Head trip. I loved that one. That's a sci fi masterpiece. Oh, yeah. That and it Arrival. also was so cool to watch. Arrival as well. Oh, so good. Arrival First was really good. For, not Arrival, what was the other one? Annihilation. I showed up like halfway through it. And I was like, what's going on? on? And then I rewatched it like a You show up at the bear part where you're like, what's this oh, bear? Yeah, right? <laughs> Shows up at a crater with a weird thing in it. Yeah. I just like, like uh, 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 Does anyone like know what all of it represents? Isn't that movie like supposed to represent? Yeah, something? It's, it's, a, it's a based on a book series. I think if you read the other ones, it might tell you. Uh, okay. It's it's kind of interesting. I just like the lighthouse at the end. Yeah. And how they're don't doesn't it end? Wait, I can't give spoilers. Someone asked for no spoilers. Yeah. Well, that was on um, Quiet Place too. Quiet. No, no. If you haven't yeah. seen Annihilation, by uh, that's screw valid. you. No, but doesn't it end with them both being back at the facility, but mm-hmm. we don't know whether or not they're the replicas or the yeah. or the same people? I loved yeah. that movie. There was a, we had a good stretch of really good sci-fi movies in like the twenty fifteen type movie. Oh yeah, because we got those, and then we got uh, Interstellar, Interstellar, which is. Hey, no, that's the masterpiece. Yeah. That's yeah. top three. The moment they turn that thing 8K, I'm buying oh it. I'm God, not even yeah. joking. I will buy surround system and upgrade the TV just for that movie. <laughs> Still's right. There'd be more Step Bro. <laughs> what are you doing, Step Bro? <laughs> that's a great emo. By the way, Still. Yeah, that's that's one of my favorites. There's an emo of me somewhere on Twitch. Is it? Yeah, it's on a. It's that and Discord. I went on Twitch and Discord, and the Discord is a porn Discord. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I don't know how my emoticon got on that one. I just randomly... Mm-hmm. Which I... one? The actually? No, 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 no. no. It was like, just... It was a girl. She made good, not, not porn art on Snapchat. And I was like, cool, I followed along. And then I got on the Discord, and I was like, oh, I see what you really do. I see where the money bad. really comes from. It's not bad. I'm not saying I left the server. But I'm saying Cheers, still. One day I woke up and saw my face just all over it, and I was like, oh, I guess that's on there forever. Yeah, it happens sometimes. Sometimes you wake up and you realize that someone has drawn you as a big bear having sex with somebody. With, with the bunny from... That happened to me. Zootopia. That happened to me early on in my. 
that happened early on in my streaming career. Someone fucked Judy Hops? No, I don't know who it was, but someone had sent me a picture they had drawn, and it was me fucking something. Nice. And I was like, nice. Oh, you didn't post that anywhere, right? Like, <laughs> no, I wish I still had it. It was great drawing. Not Hops. <laughs> Dude, Judy fucking. Are you, are you joking? It. Have you seen the internet with Judy Hops? Oh, yeah, Judy Hops catch this, catch these three inches of darkness. And, oh, I don't know. The amount of times I'm on TikTok and accidentally like, some kind of porn of that comes up, I'm like, what the hell? You know, I'm getting a little tired, but I'm loving for it. That every time something furry related comes up, Cass sends it to me, and it's always the <laughs> trick ones where oh. it's like, where it's like, uh, the men I would leave my husband for, and it's always like. It's like Ryan Gosling, Ryan Reynolds, Nick from Zootopia. <laughs> and then it's like a bunch of other weep shit. And I'm like, down. god oh, damn it. Best inside joke. As all of us as roommates was just, oh yeah, Ollie's a fucking furry. That <laughs> is. You just say it to people. Nobody, they don't even know Holly. I just say, oh yeah, <laughs> Holly's a furry. You know what Cass is getting me for my birthday? Furry suit. Oh, no. That needs to happen. <laughs> no, please. Get her a fur suit. Oh, Those are so it. expensive. Oh, so I know. Much, yeah, I was going to say, wait a minute. So much time to put into those, in I all just honesty. assume. I just assume. But no, she's giving me... Yeah. Well, I don't know exactly what she's getting me. She's giving me an anime body pillow. That's pretty solid. And Where's then it? the first uh, the first idea was uh, Legoshi from Beastars. Good call. Good call. Worth it. Anime body pillows are the fucking... I saw a Kakashi one where he has his shirt off and he's like ripped. That'd be a good move. So That'd I think, be a good one, actually. So they I were sold out the zoo to the, the Beastars one. So she was like, you know, you can get a custom one. But the thing is, I found a Luffy one that I really liked. And so she was like, what if we got Luffy and Beastars mixed together? And I was like, perfect, I could put Luffy up, and then when I'm home alone, Legoshi. <laughs> <laughs> I can see your dad walking into your room to see that and go, Interesting choice. You know, my dad roasts me all the time. It, it's nothing new. You know how many times he was like, yeah, you need to save money? See a lot of Barnes & Noble bags in your room. Uh-huh. And I'm like, Stop. Stop. Shut up. We all know it's a problem. Don't rub it in. I heard that dark. We probably just won't say it on stream. We'll read it and laugh. We probably won't. know if anybody is sensitive or triggered by 9-11 jokes. I personally believe humor is humor. Yeah. The moment you make something... You can't laugh at. Well, you're taking it too seriously. Don't serious censor thing. comedy. Well, so yeah. send the joke. The but I'm not issue read with nine eleven jokes is they all tend to crash and burn. Yeah. True. That's a low barrel one, but I still respect it. <laughs> Do you know how I know nine eleven was an inside job? Because it happened on the outside. The plane hit it for the outside. <laughs> <laughs> it is sad that we. Uh... So why were the people? I'm not supposed to read it. Why? Why, why is that? I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> wow, that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. That's a pretty good one. Father John does deliver. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This isn't delivery. This is just your <laughs> now. Oh my god, I can see the dude in the plane <laughs> flying his last words. Does it delivery? DiGiorno! Just Papa John saying the N word as he crashes into the tower. Have you seen how he's trying to make a comeback on TikTok? I he's have. He's trying so hard, and frankly, I think we should give it to him. Did you see? He scares me. He's super villain, like, material. Did you see that video where he ate, like, 40 something Papa John's pizzas? Yeah! And he's, like, like visibly, like, greasy. 
Because <laughs> he said that Papa John's pizza was not up to his standard, so he kept trying them and kept trying them, and then like he looks like visibly like just greasy. It's really weird. Holy crap! Oh, Papa Johns. So does everyone watch anime, or is it just? Oh. Everybody here's watched anime to some Hi, degree. Hello. I do have a yeah. number one on my list for anime, and I want everyone on this stream to hear it. If you haven't watched Trigun, if you liked Cowboy yeah. Bebop, if you liked yeah. Evangeli Evangelion, if you like Naruto, if you like Naruto, okay, Trigun. okay, write it's, it down. What is it? Trigun. Trigun. It is. You can actually, and this is one where you can watch the dub. Oh, the dub and it's on is Hulu, actually and the dub, pretty good. Is I prefer the dub over the sub. I'm gonna be honest. There's only one show where I've ever said that before, and that was uh. It's Full not Metal, Metal Alchemist. Yeah. Oh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood dubbed is actually. I remember really when my yeah. friend Caleb came yeah. up to me and he was like, "Yeah, I watched Full Metal," and I'm like, "Which one?" Yeah. He oh. was like, "Uh, just just the original," and I'm like, "You're stupid. You Stop watch... now. Yeah. Go back and watch uh... Brotherhood." You can't enter. We are the do, gatekeepers. Do yourself a favor <laughs> and die. No, stop <laughs> and cease. Hi. Yo. I. Welcome. I am. Uh, joking about that. Gross. We're going into directions. Upstairs, down the hall. Down the hall, left, right. That's so, straight, straight door. Yeah. Those so just go up the both staircases and then just take a right and just. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> It's gonna be the one just straight center of the one. Yeah, it, the door is yeah. open. I hate myself and love myself. I started reading one uh, oh, One Piece. Yeah. Oh Lord, why? Um, <laughs> That's a lot. Um, to describe I how much, because um, I looked up, uh, you know how many filler episodes are in One Piece, and the thousand episodes there are. Not a lot. Ninety-five filler episodes. Compared to Naruto. Which had an, yeah, which had a season and a half of filler episodes. Yeah. I love Naruto. I do too. Probably my favorite show. I've now watched it twice. Shippuden or just? Or both. All of it. Nice. And uh, the filler's rough. But once you get through the, the first rough. time, it's great because you're like, ah, oh, we don't need to know any of this. <laughs> just I, skip uh, right through it. So I was watching Naruto when it was coming out live. Shippuden. Oh yeah, same. And... Um, that stretch, right, like, right when everything was happening, they're like, hey, bud, how would you like 50-some-odd weeks of filler? Yep. Why would you do that to your fan base? Exactly. It's, I, <laughs> from what I understood, it was he was still making the manga, and they were milking it because yeah. they caught up. Yeah. And so they're like, well, all right, well, we got to have them finished. And the way they milked it was terrible. They should have just put it on hiatus. Yeah. Take they could have just said, we're going on a break. Take a break. How are you? Where are you from? Fantastic, and we're in Utah. People working together. But anyways, <laughs> One Piece. Yeah. I'm loving it. It's a great time. I'm having a wonderful time. I get the hype. Yeah. Um, I read the first hundred chapters, and I was like, yeah, yeah, hundred chapters. I can start the anime. I'll be able to read a lot and then watch just a little bit and catch up. No, the first hundred chapters is only the first 48 episodes. Yeah. So I almost killed myself. But then I lived. Yeah. It's a... One Piece, I am not in at all. I've tried twice now. One Piece is Magic the Gathering to me. It scares me yeah, just me as too. much. You wanna watch it? Uh, I'm scared. I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> One Piece, because everyone tells me, they're like, One Piece is good from the start, it's just a little slow, and once you get into like some arc, it's fantastic. And I'm like, cool, when's that? And they're like, oh, like 400. And I'm like, it's like 
Bro, Naruto's like 400. What do you mean? It sounds like Bleach. Yeah, what do you mean? Like... Yeah. <laughs> like, Bleach is fantastic. Story's fantastic. They have legitimate full seasons of filler. Yeah. It is... It, why... I know they're redoing it, and I'm really excited for it to come back, but I don't... I don't... I don't know. I'm too scared. I had to stop at, like, episode 200, because yeah. I'm like, the story is going nowhere. Yeah. I can't do this. That one's actually really sad, because they stopped because of that tsunami. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That was a bummer. and wiped out their whole studio. How shitty would that be? Tsunamis are my scariest thing. I don't want to live anywhere by the ocean because of them. I don't know. Tsunami, hurricanes also scare the shit out of me. Yeah. Especially once you hear about the really, really scary, scary ones that are happening. Yeah. Uh, earthquakes always get me. Where were you guys on the earthquake this last year? Driving. Really? Yeah, my big old truck. It happened, and we got so scared because we were immediately told on the radio that there's a possible aftermath or afterquake. And we were like, we were going through the canyon between uh, Eden and oh, yeah. Ogden. And so it was one of those, it's just like, if that hits again, we could legitimately be stranded yeah. in Eden. And so we had to completely cancel all of our evening uh, once because we're like, if that after, and then people, of course, three hours later, were like, yeah, no, there's not going to be any afterquake. That was probably actually the afterquake that you guys felt. Yeah. It was just like, oh. Oh, okay. And then after that, we got hit with, like, what, three or four other earthquakes? Yeah. I was laying in bed, and I was pissed, mostly because it was my goddamn day off. And apparently it got bad that they shut down our office early because of the earthquake. But, no, I remember I was laying in bed, and that was before Ada moved in. I was laying in bed, and it was when I still lived with my ex. I was laying in bed, and I woke up, and I was, like, shaking, and I was, like, I was shaking, like, I was choking awake, and I was, like, vibing, and I was, like, wait a second, is this an earthquake? And I, I got up and I was like, I don't know what to do. So I went to my door because I was like, I guess I'll stand here. I just see my roommate come upstairs and he's like, in his underwear. He's like, who's breaking into the house? <laughs> and I was like, you, I was like, it's an earthquake. Go back to bed. And he was like, all right. And then he went back to bed. Okay. And then, my, and then I, went, I went and tried to went back to bed, but then my dad had a panic attack and he was like, smell for gas. I was like, no, that's fucking valid. That's good. Utah earthquakes, man, like, they're scary because you never know when the Wasatch Front Line is just going to rip open and we're all going to die. For anybody in the chat who doesn't know what we're talking about, apparently we've been predicted in the next 15 years or so we're supposed to, we are so overdue for an earthquake that's supposed to make Yellowstone erupt and cover, like, what, a quarter of the earth in ash? It's yeah. supposed to be an extinction event. I looked at the I looked at the um, blow up like the immediate death. We're like right on the cusp of immediate death from yeah. Yellowstone. <laughs> and I'm like, cool. and a lot of people believe that once that happens, we're getting Lake Bonneville back, yeah. which is going to swallow almost all of Arizona, Utah, and Wyoming together, and a big portion of Idaho. You know too. what? That immediate death is like, you know what, sucks, but at least it's immediate. At least I yeah. won't know what really happens. Yeah. At least I'm gone. Like, I'll like be that. in bed and the building will just crush me. Let's just, that's a better way to bed, go out. Hopefully I just got some nice bitches around me. Die. <laughs> <laughs> legs in between my ears. There you go. In my head. I want somebody's leg in my skull. I want to be like that guy. Me, me. I want to be that guy at Pompeii who died with his dick in his hand. Oh, yeah, right? That's going to be me. I want to be the one sitting on someone's face. So then they find the ashes and it's just like, 
like, well, we know what's happening there. You want to know what's the craziest thing about actually the Pompeii? Mm. The entire event is the remains for the people and their teeth. Yeah. All perfectly straight. Yeah. And it's because of the genetic mutation that happens to sugar over time to your teeth. And that's why we don't have straight teeth anymore. Humans used to totally have straight yeah. teeth. But yeah. now that we eat sugar on a regular basis... <laughs> fucked it up. Fucked it up. But let's face it, who doesn't want a Twinkie or like some gummy worms or anything sugar? Yeah. Ooh, lemon bars? Are you really going to try that hot sauce? I'll give it a lick. Where's it at? Did you get it back to me? I think I gave it back. I'm telling... Okay, listen. You know what? If he does it, I'll do it. You got the Tums, and if not, I'll be in your bathroom for like... Did you get it? Good ten. I don't know. I hope you did. Listen, I'm going to warn you guys, this is probably the worst thing that's, uh, I've ever done. Do you have something we can put it on? Like a chip? Or are we, are we putting it on our... Just put it on some cheese, man. It's like milk. Go down I don't have one. any cheese here either. That's fine. We got sugar. Wait, what about those almond mix? Snack mix? What's yeah. that? Huh? Yeah, there's huh? some like nuts in there. Put it on, put it on a nut. I, I'm saying, like, if you're going to do nut this... I'll put a little on my thumb. Like, I'm talking, like, not even, I will like, put. I will put a little bit right there. I'm talking, like, little, little bit. Yeah, not much. Right. You guys are underestimating how miserable you're going to be. For sure, for sure. I want this guy to do it first. So I oh, can there's do it. no bar gate. It's <laughs> no. just pure doubt. No, just, like... Be gentle. Yeah, like, I would just... Be gentle. Yeah, just, yeah, just like, like something like that. sauce. Just like a little, little something, something. Oh wow, that's instant. Oh, oh no, oh, that's no. a lot. That's a lot. You're just gonna. It in, I it don't. Not worth it. Don't. It's not worth it. I don't have any milk. I'm telling you it. Hand me a tum. I'm telling Whoa, that instant. doesn't hold back. I'm telling it you, that, that is immediate. <laughs> I warned you guys, it's really this bad. Motherfucker needs a tum. <laughs> I'm a sucker. <laughs> I like to suffer. I'll get a tum later. I only got the oil. I didn't even take like a dab. No, oh, this is gonna but hurt. But the moment so it hit my tongue, I was like, Think "Oh of the wow!" Shit okay. later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I so I I did quite a bit because I was like, "No, I'm, I'm not <laughs> pussy." Yeah. I put some on. I had a chicken nugget. I put like a like a layer of it on there. Don't touch my face with that hand. No. Pretty miserable. You sweating? It's it's honestly the amount that it has not worse than like a habanero. But holy shit, I told you it was a mistake. I got it hit my tongue, and the moment it touched it, I was like, I have the hiccups now. Yeah, it's it's so bad. It's so bad. Sick part of me wants to do it, but I'm a bitch. Just do the same amount I did. Where it's honestly, it's honestly like eating a really spicy chip. The way I did it, like it's just a really spicy chip. Or like eating a habanero. It's like the I wish habanero. I had milk. I have. I I used all of it. Mm-mm. You're good. That's apparently was it capsin. <laughs> that that would do enough. But that's more than Aiden. That's less than me. And it's spicy. It's I like how it touched my lips. Oh, that's gonna suck. I can't feel my mouth. It's instant, dude. I didn't expect it to be. Like, most of them are just like, they start off slow. There's rice cakes. You guys can suck it down with some rice cakes. I'll take a rice cake. That might help. Give me a rice cake. <laughs> There's salt and light I salt. You. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go with not, not salt, right? I'm trying to do sugar, because that helps. It, oh, my God. 
Yeah, it's on the roof of my mouth. <laughs> carbonated drinks hurt a little more instantly, and then it's pleasure after that. We're opening your ice cake. I tried really hard to overestimate how miserable it is. <laughs> it's pretty. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably one of the worst things that's ever happened. I was, I was gonna. I won't lie. I was ready to go and be like, "Y'all are bitches." Nope. Uh, it's. Uh, I was thinking the same thing. Give me that rice, daddy. Oh, that rice cake does not. No. <laughs> it's like putting cardboard. Oh. On. I do have to say that the moment I took a bite, it's like Let putting me... cardboard on a bullet wound. <laughs> you guys carry this for a minute. I'm gonna go see if I can find some support somewhere. <laughs> I'll take um the bullet uh <laughs> straight to my head. Oh, I'm so oh. sorry. Oh, you're okay. Oh. I have something exciting for Ari. What's that? That's what I found at work today. Boku no Pico? <laughs> hey! Ooh. Okay, this is hands down one of the best web novels I've Put ever read. Alright. Jack. It's called Solo Leveling. You can find it on certain apps and everything like that. It's really hard to find now because they're a licensing game. But it's the art is really impressive. The direction the story goes is kick-ass. It's so much fun to read. And in all honesty, it's it's super, like, emo goth vibes from the early 2000s. At least to me. It felt like I was going through middle school again. I loved it. I loved every single bit of it. You are in so much pain. Wow. <laughs> you're sitting there like a rice cake. You gotta read it. Mm-hmm. I will. I'll read it. That's oh. just the first chapter. There are over 150 right now. Damn. Well, cause like um, cause they have the the novel. So they bought the novel. Well, I was gonna get the novel, but I was like, no, nah, I don't want to. And then I saw this. It came out like literally this week. Mm-hmm. Need my help. Protein. Lolo milk. Oh, protein. Protein milk's the best. What? Want to eat? Oh, <laughs> no, um, this is the one I was talking about. Take a look at that. Uh, it's one stuff. of the better web novels I've ever read. It's one that actively made me um, really excited to hop on the app and read it every week that it came out. Yeah, it did not break my seal, bastard. Oh, that is with the vanilla? Ooh. Oh, that is so nice immediately. Holy <laughs> crap. It's like sucking off the brain. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> I was thinking it was like su- sucking off the, um, uh, what's his name? He's the tire guy. Uh, Michelin Man. <laughs> Michelin Man. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Tiger Tiger King or what? Joe Exotic. It's like sucking off It's like Joe sucking off Joe Exotic. Remember when we watched Tiger King when it first came out? We, all of us watched it in entirety with each other. Like It was, yeah, I'll be cool. honest, never seen it. It's, it's like watching meth head documentary. Yeah. Listen, if this man came to me eccentric as fuck and was like, you ever suck dick and pet a tiger at the same time? I'd be like, well, where's the knee pads? Let's see how this goes. First off, where's the tiger? Yeah. Second off, it's, it's better. Am I sucking it's, off the tiger? The art is really good and it gets way better along the line. My buddy says this is one of his favorite in the last couple of years. This one is really good. And it gets darker and darker and darker, and when things start to become a whole world stuff, 
so good. They, I love the art style. They just came out with the with that, like you know, with the hard be, copy, with like actual mm. physical copies. Yeah. I picked it up at work because I just like was. I always browse the manga section before I get in, <laughs> just because I'm like, what is new? I was about or to say, I'm like, I wonder if I know anyone who works at like a bookstore that might have a manga section. And the best one, ours. I am gonna have to shit later. It's gonna be bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, cause the one. Um. No, ours is just like, cause they normally have about two bookshelves. We have six bookshelves. Yeah. Just dedicated, and they completely reorganized it. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited for you to read it. Hmm? Since I've been there. Mm. No, we added more. So they used to have the the manga section was about three shelves right here, and then it was YA, gaming, and then the YA. Now they changed it so it's manga, manga, and then they took like out that the... gaming and put manga. Don't try it, anybody. It looked cool. Alien Owls. There's so much. What's the? I'm happy manga is getting Scoville. popular. Anime is getting popular. I am pissed at every high schooler who now says, "Wow, manga's cool." Fuck you. Yeah, when I was going through high school and middle school, anime and manga was like, you're the biggest nerd that's ever existed, you dork. And now it's like everyone's a part of it. It's it's the craziest for me, too, because, like, I grew up, like, where gaming was still, like, you game, you fucking nerd? Yeah. And then, like, the whole entire trend of, like, oh, no, everyone games. If you don't game, it's weird. It's awkward. It's awkward. And now the same thing with anime and manga. Like, everyone, like... I remember watching like some OG Where's shit when I was a kid, and I told I told people at my school that like, oh no, I watched this thing called anime. It's really cool. And they're like, what? Like, ma'am, the rice cake. Yes, ma'am. Uh, they just roast you. Yeah. No. Now no. anime is the hottest. Well, thing. Like, you say back in the day, you would say I have a World of Warcraft account, <laughs> and immediately like, oh, so you're you're the, the nerd. No one knew that until I was in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no way, no way. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites. I used to have this really good friend at Legacy, and he was such a he was a closet anime freak and not. Now he's at Harvard and he does football. The guy, oh. he's he's this awesome, awesome guy. Where'd you go to school at again? Uh, Legacy Preparatory, same place. Uh, Cast one. Oh, who was it? Uh, Houston Hanuli. Mm-hmm. Really, really cool guy. What he was one of my favorite people. When did you graduate? 2015. Did you have Chelsea Lair? Yes, I do. Black hair, long mm-hmm. black hair. Mm-hmm. Yep. What about uh, Gavin Strong? Oh, I like Gavin. Yeah. Good guy. Yeah. No Gavin for many a decade. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are you strong? <laughs> Gavin, we coming after you tonight. And then Chelsea married a good friend of mine. Really? Mm-hmm. I haven't heard anything from them since Legacy, period. Mm-hmm. I have to let them know. I talked to them like once more. Everybody else on the planet that went to Legacy. Yeah. On the planet. Uh, everybody else that went to Legacy, I know only like where three of them went Ooh. after Legacy. I wish I went to Legacy. Really? Yeah. Everyone I talked to who went to Legacy got way better education. <laughs> way, way we better education. We did go to South Davis. <laughs> yeah. I mean... <laughs> I won't lie, I was a part of an AP college class where they actually, like, hosted yeah. college, and that was cool. Yeah, that's what but, I'm saying. Um, I mean, our 
But at the same time, you hear stories about people who went to Legacy and they did not like it. Yeah, sure. I was invited to a Japanese boarding school because of Legacy. You know what I was invited to? Public school. Nice. Yeah, never anything cool. Yeah. I think they said, like, hey, you show up or, like, we just, you get in trouble. Yeah. We're not going to invite you to any morning shit. Nothing cool. You know, the, you know the joke where people are like, yeah, there's that genius kid that now is just a stoner. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> that's a that's a bold statement to say. But. Not joking. Like, uh, I had test scores that, like, I, I read. I had better reading comprehension than everyone two grades ahead of me. Look at this guy flex. My math was three years ahead. Uh, science was two. <laughs> Fun fact, that's the only reason why I didn't get held back twice. Because I was <laughs> illiterate. Because I couldn't. Did you get held back twice? Did you? Oh, did you not know this? I had no idea. No, this is a running joke why people call me illiterate. Yeah. No, in elementary school, I almost held, I was held back. They were going to hold me back twice. First grade and second grade. Hey. Because my reading was so, so bad. But my math skills were like... Three years above that, like, another badass moment of my dad was my, one of my teachers like, we're going to really, really need to recommend her being held back a year. Her reading is just not bad. And he's like, no, your testing is stupid. The way you grade her is stupid. And then he was like, Holly, and then he just threw me fractions and multiplication and division. I just did them in my head because that was when they, you know. They give you blocks, yeah, and then your parents would talk about you. And he would just do that, and he's like, "Try to hold it back." I swear, I like, want you to try. You have told me about that, but I didn't know they successfully for one year actually did hold you back. No, they never hold me back. I, oh. That's what prevented that. Is my my mask kills. They tried to hold you back for two years. Yeah, Ooh. they tried to hold me back twice. Can't hold me back. The best is your Twitter from that age. <laughs> oh my god, that was a couple years after, and like, oh. yeah, my Twitter and my my Facebook. God, I was so illiterate. I love sending those because I'll get the memories and I'm like, you let me have a Facebook when I was in the fucking sixth grade. I just remember the first time I heard you try to read out loud. I was like, oh, shit, Ollie. It's still bad. It's I still really bad with I'm that, just, too. I'm a very good reader. I'm just very bad at outside, mostly because like, I'm like, I'm going to stutter. Yeah, I have dyslexia, so sometimes it's really hard for me to read out loud. I'll be reading it, and then my brain will like flip some words around for some reason, and I'll be like, "Has the um the well, I just I just remember as a kid taking a test with a doctor, and they said I was artistic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was super pumped about. I it. was really. I, I don't I understand how that, that at all. Yeah. That's all you want. I can't keep flexing. People think I'm an asshole. What's your ACT? Flex that. ACT is a thirty-four. <laughs> I was 18. Right. That's actually just the national average. Yeah. <laughs> Mine no, no, no. was a 27. I lied. Mine was actually 16. Really? Because uh, the only reason why I remember it because I, well, I felt, or I think it was a 17 because it was like, um, it, I think it was Kai. It was like one of those tweet. It was like a tweet or something, and it was like your ACT score is when you like um you died or something, and he was like. Damn, guess I didn't live past what, past six or fourteen. And I was like, dude, it's cool. I died at sixteen. <laughs> I was like, yeah. we both be dumb. I had a dumb. teachers making bets with me on my score because so I was known around as the dude who had a twenty percent attendance, but he'd get perfect mm. scores on every test. Well, that thirty four is perfect though. I thought thirty four. 
36. 36 is perfect. 36 is perfect. 36, 36 is like you are welcome test. anywhere on the like planet. Twice. End of story. Nice. Just, you can do anything. on the real test. I was so angry about that. You were Malcolm from Mal- Malcolm in the Middle Smart. See, I got, I got shafted because my science one was really well, but I didn't get on everything else. I got a 28 average. My science one I did all right in. My right. English one I killed. It was my math that I screwed up. 36 on. in both math and uh, English science. I got a 29, and that brought me down to a 34 level. So why aren't you in, like, a big college? Because he's dumb. Who the fuck goes to college now? I don't know. What do you want to do? I'm not trying to either become it's, sensitive or... It's paid for. Oh, if I got a 36, they just start giving me tuition. Yeah. They told me, they're like, if you get a 36, we'll just start paying for college right now. Because I was writing that cusp where they're like, yeah, like, your scores are decent, but, like, if you would have done some more extracurricular, maybe we would have gave you a scholarship. Yeah. Mine was like, shit, so I went to community college. Yeah, I have a half a semester, and then I'd have my associates. I'm not going to college. Uh, the the heat is still there, BT, though. It is very muted, but my mouth is still too. so warm. I'm telling you, man. It's that, so was, that was intense. It didn't even taste good. That's the worst part about it. Is it I, I was telling Holly before you guys showed up, I'm like, it's like if you went to a refinery and gla- grabbed like, some like sludge and just like put it in your mouth. Yeah. That's not even pleasant. Why would you make a hot sauce that doesn't even taste good to put on There's food? There's not even a resemblance of that. Honestly, I saw the Cholulas and I was like, this man's got good taste. This one, where is it? This one's really hot, but that tastes fantastic. Tongue spank? Yeah. I do like that. Coconut, ghost pepper, and spice rum. What? That one actually tastes good, but it's still really spicy. Let's go for it, right? Oh, well, that actually, no, that smells really good. Yeah. So it smells like something I'd put on a burrito. Yeah. Smell that big boy. See, I like the hot sauces that uh, make me eat slower. Mm. You know what I mean? Where you have to take a bite and then you have to sit there. <sighs> well, that will do it. Let me keep on eating. That stuff I had about a well, half like, a dime. It smells and like it was still so violent in my no, mouth. That oh, smells yeah. like Tabasco, I'm going to be honest. It smells like a good combo. It smells like a really good Tabasco. It's all Greek to me. No, but I agree with you about college. I think the college is going to be obsolete. If I, if I had it paid for me, though, I would have gone. I, I tell people all the time, especially when I was like finishing up high school, I had a lot of kids that come to me, come to me because for some reason I was a weak school therapist sort of thing. Mm. They'd come to me and they're like, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know if college is the right choice. And I told them, are you getting a business degree? No, don't fucking go to college. Yeah. No point. I was told recently that it's like, the best thing you can do is probably just a business degree. Do you know what you can get into with that? Just about anything. Yeah. Yeah. You can go into any field. I I think that school, I think that university as we know it now will be completely redefined in the next 10 years. I agree with that. I think there's only going to be places that are specifics. I think there's going to be one that's like, hey, you go to this university to become a doctor, this place to become a lawyer, this place if you want to do something like that. Outside of that, I mean, people are making too much money not going to school now. Yeah. In very unconventional ways that we're being at. an electrician, you can make six figures, no problem Easy. doing that. It's Easy. the yeah. easiest. And from everybody that I've talked to about it, at least everybody making six figures, it's like I put holes in walls and push uh, wire through. Well, and like, let's talk about like the art stuff. Anyone who's still going to college for art, probably rethink. Probably. I, I just not don't do think you're going to make the money. Besides. And this is the last time I'll bring it up. Violin making. 
Well, of course. But that's a specialty degree. I put that's that up a with specialty. Like, if you're going into like art and you get a liberal arts degree, well, at that like, point it's like, or just a fine arts degree, because like I mean, my tattoo artist that did this one. That's what she went to UDU. She's like, I just dropped. I didn't even touch it. She's like, I wanted to do tattooing, so she's like, she got an associate's in art, and she was like, that was good enough for no, me. No, yeah. Like an associate's, you can you can get anything as an associate's, no problem. It's an the moment that you start trying yeah. to go into a bachelor's in philosophy. It's I'm sorry, that it's not going to be useful. Resumes, though, it does sort of make you look a little bit more impressive. Yeah. At least well, shows an associate's. You, it makes. I always look at like bachelors and associates as like a hey, you can follow the rules. Yeah. Yeah. That's like your pass into a company. My rule is any job. Yeah. That, I, I try to avoid any job that accepts resumes. I'm sorry, but resumes you are the, all jobs? All, all of them, sure. Except for the one I'm in. A lot of them are, a lot of people are moving away from resumes. I don't get it. Especially if I have to send them online and resumes I know you won't look at them. I know you won't look at them. it to work. I ate the chicken nuggets with it bomb on it while... Then I bought it for myself. <sighs> I uh, I watch a lot of business TikTok and like YouTube. Yeah. And a lot of the big business guys now they're like, if, if someone sends me the resume, it goes right in the trash. Yeah. If they're not calling and leaving a voicemail or trying to talk to me directly, not interested. Which is so interesting because apparently it's like seventy percent of all jobs are held within businesses. No notification outside that even the job is available. They go directly to the people already working in the business. Which to me sits there and goes, that makes sense, but at the same point of time, that's a real shitty way of hiring people in all honesty. There are plenty of people out there with really impressive skills. Yeah. I just look at it this way, like nowadays you can start if you were eighteen and you're fresh out of high school, you could start I'll name one place. Um, Discover Card, for example. You could go start there at a call center. The work is not great. You're going to talk to people all day if you do collections. And you're going to, it's not going to be the most fun. But if you spend four years there versus four years at a university, you could probably be making six figures. Yeah, no, seriously though. There was people that I worked with at a place like Discover who were masters at collecting money and were collecting on like super old, out-of-date accounts. And they were bringing in about ten grand a month just in bonus. I worked commission, and it is you sell your soul for each sale you make. It honestly is. I think it depends on the job. Because yeah. I I've sold cars, I've done sales collections, I've done cars was the hardest one for me in all honesty. It was everybody who walks in, everybody's so hesitant on it, and it's because every single person that's trying to sell to them wants to get them sat down at a table. That's what we were told. It's you sit oh, them yeah. down at a table, and you put out the paperwork in front of them. It doesn't matter whether or not they're interested. If you can do that, we can sell it. And yep. it's like, that doesn't sound right. Yeah. Oh, come on, dude. I told people five megabytes per second was fast enough for six family members streaming. I have said that to people and said, yeah, no, that would be great. What can we set you up? God, that is such a... That's rough. I do sales now, and I love it. We do, certain we, we sales do relationships. Sales are cool. There you go. When I was selling violins, yeah, that's what I loved. It was sales. you work with people in their passions, and yeah. there's almost nothing better. I work in fields with business people who just want to make more money, so it's pretty easy to... There you go. <laughs> if I can paint the picture, they get it. <laughs> you know, it's... And then they're really happy when the money actually starts coming in. Dude, I still have to be worried about swallowing for that sauce to be going down my oh, throat. Oh, dude, it's awful. It's, it's like I am... like it just it just attaches. To you're gonna have a you're 
you're, wherever it hit first, you'll have like a sore. I have a sore on my tongue. Gross. Yeah. Because it hit a dead center in yeah. my tongue. It's, it was. I got the oil. Like, it wasn't bad. I just didn't want to do the tip of my tongue. Because no. that's, that's where what it I did. burned so much. I put it on chicken and like tried to like bite it. And then it, all of it spread, and then I was like trying my best, and then I to sp- get it out. <laughs> I spit the chicken everywhere. It was a mess. It Ooh. was bad. Ooh. How much did you take? Huh? Oh, uh, probably like I don't know, like, like a quarter shot or something. Yeah, like, like I covered the top of the chicken. So quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Enough. Yeah, I, was Dude, I did way the more than oils, I and I was like, yeah, I'm good. I don't need to do it anymore. I felt like yeah. I wanted to just not be alive, like, as fast as possible. Yeah. Um, we're at an hour and 40. I know you said about two hours. About two what do you guys want to close out on tonight? Oh, let's see. Buy the Dick's Kid shirt. I don't know how it's doing. I'm just... <laughs> it's out there. It's, it's out there. there. It's out there. We out here. Dick's Kid. Oh, I've been wanting that one for a oh, while, God. actually. I don't want anybody who I know to buy it. But everyone else, go fucking go for it. Yeah. Seriously, yeah. though. Next time we do a stream, all of us are going to yeah. wear it. Yeah. Except me. Except me, my Dick's Kid. Has it shedded recently? No. I don't. As his brother, I'm concerned. At the same time, I'm like, just don't talk about it. Don't. No. I'm I'm worried about it. I'm like, no, man. His body, his rights. I know. (laughs) It's like, and I respect that. But then stop it. I'm just worried you're going to turn into like Austin Powers Goldman and you're going to have like your own skin box. I was going to (laughs) say. Well, what if I'm like a lizard dude? What if I just cut it off and it regrows? Oh my god, maybe why you are you showing off your dick? Well, I. Why are science! You test- why are you testing that? <laughs> you know what they say when lizards like lose their tails, it comes back bigger and stronger. <laughs> oh, oh, I know what I have to do. Oh, but I don't, I don't know, know if I have the strength to do it. Have you seen the one where it's just like when you get stung with a bee and it plays oh, something? Yeah. I know what I have to do. <laughs> God. Oh my god. Uh, I don't know. What does the chat want to talk about? We're talking about bees stinging dicks now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, we're closing up. Um, yeah, I got, I'm doing my own solo podcast tomorrow. Ooh, yeah. yeah. True yeah. crime drunks. True crime drunks. Just a little plug there. So, a little, uh, little swipe plug. A little look at the little insert. True crime drunks is the best. It's fun. It's fun. My job. Tasteless jokes are my specialty. That one that you closed out on the last episode was really good. That was very good. Was good old Ed Gein. We Ed keep on Gein. watching you and Cass. Watch the mess around? Yeah, I watch nice. it all the time. It's, I need them whenever I get a little homesick and I'm in Arizona. I'm just like, I need to see all the mess How's the dogs? You gotta tell them about the okay, dogs. So there's these two French bulldogs. I hated them. When I first knew them, I'm like, they're ugly dogs, they're an insult to breeding, they're, like, they shouldn't be alive. If I threw them out in nature, they'd be dead within the week. And then I took care of them, and I fucking hate how cute they are. I hate them. I hate them. They are are so prison gay for each other. It is so amazing. So one of them is an ex-show dog. So, okay. like, they just got it after it was done with its career. They got it for free. And then the other one was a part of a different litter, but in the same kind of area it was supposed to be a show dog. Ended up not being one. So I want to pitch an idea to you two for a one-off thing. A violin-only episode. That'd be cool. I could bring Hell, a if, violin. We, I, I bet you money we could probably actually hold it down at the shop and actually 
That's up to like you. Bring, yeah, I could probably talk to that dad into that. If he and then bring out some actual, if some he would be really more cool stuff because we don't have to do like a huge grand setup and we don't have to make it a two well, hour. They have yeah, stuff down there to do that. They're always taking pictures of yeah. violin bows and yeah, they've, they've they have lighting material and all that camera stuff. and all of that. And they've got plenty of room. We'll yeah. just do it in the uh, the gallery. Show them the safe room, just walled with instruments, and you're just like, I don't know how yeah, right? in this. The Geisenhof that's in the back. Hell yeah! If you were to give a, if you can, a guesstimate about value of that store in product, what would you put it at? In product or in like in usable product or in potential inventory overall? Yeah, potential inventory. Potential inventory. I'm scared of giving a number because <laughs> I don't want the place hit. Yeah. But uh, BT Dubs, if you steal a violin, you're the stupidest person on the planet. There are only so many places you can take it, and the entire society of violin makers know each other yeah. by name. Yeah. They know what each you'll person get, has. You'll get fucked. You'll right? get flagged immediately yeah. and fucked. Um, it's like stealing art. Yeah. It only works if you're all it. honesty with uh, even instruments that still need repair and everything like that, but potentially are high. Tier instruments, ten mil, just in the shop alone, wow. and that's without any of their Stradivarius. There, right. yeah, you don't keep the high ticket items in the shop. No, no you're not. especially downtown. You keep Seoul. it quiet and somewhere in Idaho. Yeah, <laughs> where it's, there's nobody. <laughs> nice little safe somewhere in Idaho. Yeah, so where it's going to be played by somebody, but it is dry and nobody's. Yeah, is that another thing like you got to watch for in a lot of violins is temperature and humidity? It's traveling. It, it can get a little dangerous if you don't have a case that can support like changes in humidity. Like if you took a violin from here and then flew it to Hawaii, your violin's you, gonna sound super weird. Yeah, you it's gotta just gonna sound. Mm. Off. For instance, when Peter had the violin shop, the first thing he would do to every violin that he got overseas is he would break it apart. He would pop every seam and then just let it sit for three months. Really? Because the wood then has a chance to be able to fold and move and grow where it wants to without potentially breaking the entire instrument. Wow. After three months, he'd put it back together with uh, hide glue, and that's when he'd get working on it. But people in New York suffer so much with their violins because the humidity changes so often in every single day. For bows, uh, to rehair a bow, it's about $80 mm. across the market altogether. People in um, in Utah, you can rehair your bow if you're an active player, two to three months. Players in New York, two weeks. Wow. Because the humidity is constantly changing in its actual horse hair. So well, if you shop with John and shortening and all like that. If you shop with John Paul Bowes, I, I know countless stories where they just have a frequent customer come in and say, hey, you need to rehear my bow. And then Dad's like, oh, I'll get it for you. Don't even worry about cost. Like, yeah. yeah. It's like, we'll just do it. Because mm -hmm. rehearing the bow is bitch. Yeah, Dad tried to teach me the one time. And, oh, I do not have I that I play skill. the instrument, and it is the worst part. <laughs> it's just, it's a lot of hair. It's <laughs> a lot of hair. It's, the plug. it's hair. the plug that's the hard part, man. You have to cut a certain wedge plug to put back into the head of it. And if you don't do it right, you've completely screwed over the instrument. Uh, the bow. Which also is another thing that if you wanted to do a violin, in all honesty, we can even hold it here. I'll just bring some stuff. I'll yeah, ask my no, dad if it's okay mind. for us to bring some stuff up. I would love that. I think that, because I'm fascinated with things like this, because it's like, you guys are so well versed and knowledgeable 
that people aren't going to hear this on the internet anywhere else. Yeah. They really aren't. Like, it's not unless like you do it's super specific YouTube search. Yeah, that. sure. Like I'm sure that there's vi there's plenty of violin YouTubers, but it's not. I mean, it's not like and again, all you're Fortnite gaming. Oh no, yeah, something it's, like that. It's not like you hop on Twitch and you see how many people are playing Apex. Yeah, it's, exactly. And it's yeah. it's a whole different thing too, because even if you did go on YouTube and, and looked up violin stuff, you'd probably find people playing a violin. We played, but at this point we know kind of like the service side of it, where yeah. it's like, here are the customers, here here's the normal kind of person that you expect to walk into the store. Which I think a lot of people are more fascinated than my thing. It's the love hearing oh, stuff. Okay, last yeah. thing I'll leave you at. My father just got done talking with a teacher out in, uh, uh, I believe, the mid Midwest. And she just became, she just inherited everything. She's a high school teacher. She inherited everything that the high school had in terms of instrument-wise. And she, it's so funny, because she sitting there, she calls up my dad, and I'm driving back from Provo today with him about it. And he's just sitting there on the phone talking about it. He's like, wait, 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 what was the name of that? He just goes through and it's like, that's an old Italian. How does it mm -hmm. look? Send me a picture right now. Sends him a picture. He's like, there's some work to be done on that, but that's a $80,000 violin that you just have to have. And then he's sitting there and he's like, is there anything else? And then she FaceTimes him and shows him the entire lineup. And he's like, old German, old German, 1980-18 German. That thing goes for 20000 no problem. And he's sitting there and he's going across. He's like, buy these now from the school. Yeah. Walk out of these. These are not staying in student no. hands. No way are they staying there. Yeah. He's like, you get those and you give them out to your favorite students. And then the Italian... You hold on. You play with, but you hold on to it. Does that happen a lot? Like, is it just people just don't know the value of what they're holding? It's it's always fun to have people walk into the shop and they're put down the instrument. They're like, I want to know the cost. I want to know what this thing is. Because 80% of the time it's, dude, it's got Yamaha written on it. It's like a balance. <laughs> it's, this thing is, is baby blue, dude. Yeah, like, it's like this, you, you spray painted your instrument. This thing is shit now. It's, it's the repair work to get it back into shape. It's going to cost what the oh, instrument yeah. is so many times over. Yeah. But every once in a while, you get a person who walks in and they have a Cuvier. And it's just one of those, it's like, oh, oh mid-century uh, modern French. Oh, that's kind of interesting. Let's, let's look into that a bit more. And they're like, Always, we tell them exactly where it is, where it comes from, the price and everything, and that's when we work with them, whether or not they want to sell it at the shop, whether or not they want to get it fixed, whatever. The amount of times that they just come in, they're like, no, there's a donation. And then there's been once where it's cool. like, donation, hand it there, and I bring it to my dad. I'm like, hey, this has old uh, German repair marks on it, and I'm really intrigued by it. And he'll like pick it up and go inside and say, that's a Holtz. That is a as a thirty thousand dollar instrument. Where did you find this? And I'm like, uh, some person walked in, said it was a donation, and then walked out. He's like, did you get a name? And I'm like, no. And they're like, dude, yeah, like, hell yeah. Wait, so do you guys sell? Do you will you buy from people and then sell, or do they sell their violins? There, there's two types, if I'm correct. There's the first one where it is just buy and sell. It's it's we're holding. We're going to buy this from you, and then we're going to sell it to a different uh, yeah. musician who's going to play it. And then there's holding on to a violin or an instrument for someone where it's just like, we know you need to keep it somewhere for a little bit, like these high, expensive ones. And at that point, 
the violin oh. shop has the world's best insurance. Yeah, yeah. And it's so sure. so flammable, and for some reason also so fireproof. Yeah. It's, certain rooms are fireproof, but the rest of the place is just a tinderbox. <laughs> uh, no, but it's a lot of time too. It's uh, not commission. It's consignment. Mm. People will come inside and be like, "All right, well, I want to sell this," and we're, we'll look and they're like, "All right, this goes for about eight grand." We'll buy it from you right now for four. Mm-hmm. We'll buy it from you right now for three or four, something along those lines. And they're like, well, I want the eight. And it's like, all right. Then what we can do is we can try to sell it for eight, but we still have to make a margin out of that. We have right. to make a 25% or something on there. It's a rather big one, but it's because we are now repairing and mm-hmm. everything and, and making sure the instrument well, could playable. sit there for a while. Yeah. And it's like, or you can try to sell it yourself and hop on KSL and try to sell an eight grand violin. <laughs> and nobody buys that level of violin on internet. It's not know. possible. You can't Ooh, do it. That's the sketchy. one thing that's never going to die is, just, is shops. I just thought of something that I want to leave on. And it's because nobody in my close family is on this podcast and can watch it. It's, well, he Besides knows about me. it. He. Him and my older sister are the only ones that know about this. Um, So I came into something really cool when one of my family members died. It was given to me when I went to go help move out the house. Um, It was an old stamp collection. That's actually what I saw. She's she's seen this because she lived with me when I got it. But out of nowhere, I I was just cleaning out one of my extended family's houses, and they're just I found them, looked through them, and I was like, "This is really cool." And I, I. saw that nobody touched them for a long time. Take them out, and I was like, hey, whose are these? These are really cool. And then my grandma, who was there, was like, oh, take them. And I was like, oh, uh, okay. I didn't know about them until I went with him down to Arizona to drop them off, and he showed them to me. And I'm sitting there like, that's a Karl Marx stamp. Hitler stamps. What? That is, that is a... There's there's a Stalin one, there's a Karl Marx, there's a uh, uh, Lenin, uh, there's a couple of Cuban ones, there's like, it's stuff where I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay, none of these are like out of the world crazy, but historically, these things are cool as hell. I have four Winston Churchill stamps. Oh yeah. That are all commissioned at the time yeah. of him being alive and everything like that. They are the age. And now I'm sitting here and I'm hoping to God, no, my grandma, my grandma, who was the one who gave it to me, remembers giving it to me. Because I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, I want to get this appraised. I want to get it looked at. I want to see yeah. how much it is because this is ridiculous. And they're all in mint condition. Yeah. The way that they were taken care of was they were putting these this book for... 30, 40, 50 years and ignored. I follow a lot of collection related things. Yeah. I don't know a lot about specific stamps, but I do know that historical stamps can be multiple thousands yeah. of dollars. So the amount of Nazi Her. swastikas and on those stamps are insane. I talked with her older sister, the one I was living with. I was like, if you find an appraiser, you can get a cut. No problem. And she was like, okay. And I was if like, find if, if they're worth 50 bucks, I'll give you 10 bucks. Like, yeah. If you find an appraiser and you get it valued, talk to me first because I might be interested. There you go, dude. They're, historically, they're so cool. They're really yeah. cool. They are. It was weird because when I was, sh- like, when I would pull them out, she didn't even look at them. She was like, oh, just take them. Somebody I, inside the family used to collect I really them. like dark history. Like, I really like, like, the evil parts of history because mm-hmm. it's like, It'll be prominent as long as humans are around, and having something like that would be really cool. 
Like I said, I still want some Nikes. No, yeah, I'm stuck. So I want some Nikes too. Now yeah. I'm stuck here. I'm like, I don't know if I should sell it or not. Like, it might be worth hanging on to. But if it's worth the time, dude. Keep it. Yeah, like I'm keeping it. It's just cool. What's your number? You got a number in your head that's like, I'll probably let him go. He said fifty bucks right off the bat. Yeah. <laughs> I personally, I'm saying after about ten thousand, at that point, I just write. Yeah. If it's anything underneath that, I'd be like, oh, probably hold on. To I'll it. hold on to them for another twenty years, and then they'll be, then they'll be worth the, the ten k. Right. And they'll be worth literally the property you're standing on. There. Yeah. So for, for real, I mean that's seriously yeah. though, it's collections are cool, and I like how people got into Pokemon really, really hard recently. Yeah. I, mean, I, mean, I, I don't know. I can't say recently. Ever since it's been there. But the amount of times that I sit there and I'm just scrolling through YouTube, and people are like, we're opening up. Uh, uh, generation one Pokemon packs, and then the amount of times they're like, "If you guys vote, I will literally cut them in half with these scissors." And I'm like, "You are either have an amazing amount of subscribers yeah. that you can you can foot this, yeah. or you're an idiot." Do Ben Gay Pikachu? I that one was hard. Uh, oh, hard the Ben Gay Pikachu. That part I lost his mind. I saw that and I'm like, oh my god. So I have to tell you guys, like, I got into the Pokemon again quite a bit. Nice. And uh, my wife, I don't know what the oh, fuck wow. kind of black magic she's on, but she'll, she'll go to the store and she'll be looking at them and she's like, I'm gonna get this pack, okay? Or like, we'll buy like a like an elite trainer box. And she's like, let me see them first, and then she'll like. Look at him. She's like, I'm gonna open these ones. The first day that that pack, that set came out, a big gay Pikachu. Yeah. She grabs a pack, opens it, gets big gay Pikachu. The first pack we've ever opened. And she's all like, she turns to me and she's like, "Is this one good?" And I'm like, "You're like, sleeving that right yeah, now." Yeah. I was like, "You gotta <laughs> Get be your dirty hands off." Her. I was like, "You gotta be shitting me." I'm like. Oh yeah, that was the card we were going for. That's why we bought all of these. You got it in the first pack. If you you want one of the most cringy moments in all of card-selling history, there's an episode of Storage Wars, and it's about Magic the Gathering, where they open up a storage locker, they find a whole bunch of cards. These are old card, first print editions. One of them... They were going through it, and they're just like, okay, let's take them to a game store. Like, you could tell it probably wasn't going to be in the episode. They take them to a game store, and these three nerds at the counter, they're just throwing them Black Lotus, Black Lotus, Black Lotus, Black Lotus. At that time, that card would run for $10 million. No problem. One of them. $10 all, million? All, $10 million. That well, I think card, they just barely sold the first one for a million. Yeah. Oh, sorry, not $10 million, But, like, a whole set. Like, a four-man set. Oh, yeah, you, could, you could get crazy amounts of money. That's like the, that's they, like the Charizard of... Yeah. They take them into the shop, and these three guys go, Oh, yeah, no, these are really good cards. Um, a thousand bucks. They shit on them. Everyone in Storage Wars is just like, thousand dollars off of these cards? Yeah, right away. They instantly went for it. Those guys laughed straight. Yeah, oh, then they're sitting there, God. go into the bank with, like, we are not going to have a hard time finding buyers. These, no. This stuff is searched out. I think, I think last year, or maybe 2019, was the first year that... A trading card went for a mill, and it was the Black Lotus. And now this year, after Logan Paul's unboxing of the the first edition Shadowless or whatever, those two Charizards should probably go over a million. Which is just insane. It's first edition Black Lotus. 
That first print. If anyone plays Magic, what it did was it tapped for three mana, and that was it. It's not a, like, you don't expect it to be a really good card. That's Just amazing. A rarity. It's amazing. So, like, that, they did, like, an alpha run yeah. of Magic the Gathering when it first started, and they printed off, like, I don't remember the set, but it was, like, 60 cards, and they shipped them across the U.S. to game stores and be like, hey, see if people want to play this game. And in that alpha set was the Black Lotus, and there's no one held on to them because, like, you just don't hold on to cards from 19. It's like the water card or something like that from Pokemon when you first got them. It's just like nobody valued yeah. those at all. And uh, now and to this day, they're certain elements. Super rare. And it's just there's decks. There's decks from when I played, which wasn't long ago. It was like four years ago. I could get a card for 15 bucks, and I'll put off it. It now runs for 800. It's yeah. ridiculous. Like, just stuff that if I held on to it and didn't just give them away to a random child that wanted to play. Magic has way more value than Pokemon. Pokemon's more mainstream. Yeah. yeah. I think there are more buyers for Pokemon than there is for Magic, but I think yeah. there is more money in Magic compared yeah. to Pokemon. The thing is, with Magic, you get the whole community of the Wizards of the West Coast. Yeah, you get a lot of D&D players. Yeah, the guys who are kind of diehards. Which we need to... Dude... <sighs> Sounds going to be moving back up here. Why don't we do a D&D podcast? I'm doing one right now with uh, Dark Prime Collectibles, but I'd be more than happy to set something up as another one. That would be fantastic. Seth is the DM. When he gets down here in September, oh my god. I've never had a better DM in my entire life. That man is magical. Pitching the idea. Pitching the idea of doing it, and we can work out the logistics of it. My favorite thing, and this is what I'll leave off on, is he plays by the rule of cool. Is it cool? Awesome. awesome. We're gonna go. Does it make sense? But was it cool? Was it good? Yeah, it was one of those. It's just like it felt like your character actually like did things. Yeah, I want to learn to themselves. I want to learn to DM. And I want to do a horror themed. Oh, like campaign. Call of Cthulhu or? No, I want to do like we break all the traditional rules and we're like Oof. we're like camp members of a camp. Oh, that would be dope. The yeah. fun ones. Some of the funnest D and D's I've played. D&D campaigns is a, it's a total mulligan of what your character is. You start, you don't know your character, you don't know your stats, and you have to learn it from your roles oh, and what you're doing. that's right. That'd be cool. And then you're just like, oh, when I walk into the like, store, and it's like, you hit your head. You didn't walk through the door. And you're like, oh, I'm seven feet tall. I'll write that down. Seth, Seth wanted to do that one because he's like, how cool would it be if you were in Skyrim? You didn't know you were in Skyrim. You found out you were a dragonborn out of just something that, that sort of happens. Cool, yeah. He sat there. Yeah, no. Uh, I've been wanting to do one of those too. Total Mulligan. I want to do an office theme. Right? I'm brand new to D and D though, so you got really. Like, my first time playing was last. Yeah. It's the perfect time to get in because yeah. if you can get a good DM, honestly, that's it. You won. I want to do because that's the hardest part. Is you just have to get shitty DM after shitty my DM. my my longer term goal was I wanted to do D- Dungeons and Dragons here, and I wanted to have a setup like Critical Role. Where everybody has their own camera on the screen, yeah. right? So, like, if, let's say it was us four, and then your brother was DMing. So, us four would kind of be like on our own screens, like let's say here, 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 and here, and then he would DM over here. Yeah. So everyone have their own camera facing us. So then when we're when it's our turn to do something, we're addressing the camera, right? Yeah. Instead of us being in front of a table. Yeah. It just looks better and sounds better. It genuinely does. And you see podcasts like that that 
for instance, Joe Rogan, I won't lie, he's got some of my favorite podcasts. Oh, for sure. Far. But it's one of those it's where you see them talking, and they're talking to each other, but each one has a camera and everything. Mm-hmm. That it's more impersonal. It's, it's much better. It's way better. Now, if I'll throw it at Seth, he starts up in September. Okay. And uh, we're thinking about having one. He'll probably want to do it up in Logan. But the upset about doing it up in Logan is we get all of the Utah State facilities to be able to do it. So you get an entire classroom to where you get the smart boards and everything. So he hooks yeah, up. That would be the overall cool. sound. And then he shows you yeah. a map of where you are. And he's like, we're trying to get here. Yeah. It's like he he says it's on a whiteboard, too. He can go up and just correct things immediately. And, again, the guy has never made me feel as good about my character <laughs> dying. Uh, <laughs> and not dying, but just, like, finishing up the campaign. He wrote personalized endings to each one of the characters. Wow. Of course, ran them through each player, but it's like, for instance, I have one named Hank, and he was a tiefling monk uh, of the drunken master. Yeah. And so what I would do to get into character is I'd just take two shots of whiskey and then just drink beer the rest of the night. Right. Just to get into character. But at the very end, he becomes like the walking, immortal, drunken master that's yeah, just yeah, yeah. everywhere. Because throughout the campaign, we talked to gods, and I was able to get them to drink something that my character made, and they liked it so much that at the very end, he's like, no, you, you traveled for about ten years more, but then you meet that god again. And they give you the elixir of life wow. because of your stuff. And now you're just this wandering thing. I'm like, I've never felt so good about my character. <laughs> dying. Yeah. Dying. Yeah. Or just going yeah. off yeah. and yeah. never, ever playing the character again. I've never felt so good. Wow. I was an asshole D&D player when I first started. My first character was a mute. Was Jesus a mute. Christ. I had a helmet melted onto my head. <laughs> I was a gladiator. It was badass. <laughs> but my entirety of that game was <laughs> like that's all I do, and it was great until my DM killed me off because he hated it so much. Yeah. He was just like, "I'm killing you." Yeah, if he wants to do it, Logan, maybe we can do like a. Well, no, like I bet you anything. If we convince him hard enough, he'll definitely come down. Well, I was just gonna say we could do it up there, but if we do it up there, maybe have it be like a once a month thing but we record for like a long time a long time his normal sessions his normal sessions are from five to midnight yeah it's you roll for seven hours yeah see that would be worth it Mm -hmm. i'd make the trip to logan for that yeah that that was one of my favorite our best dnd character was me and my dad i i could only show up to half of the dnds i had school and so i couldn't come to all of them and so we were a schizophrenic mormon missionary oh my god BT Dubs, he made one of the other characters get so angry, he almost, like, completely bailed from the overall campaign. Oh, Just shit. completely, because they had the one rule where uh, his character would ask, would you like to hear more? And if you said yes, then you would have to roll a d20 constitution save, for what wisdom save, for whether or not you got the first lesson from the Mormon. Uh, oh my God. And if you go through all, what is it, like 12 it or 12. something? It's if you 12. go through all 12 of them, you religiously convert to Mormonism. <laughs> <laughs> and so the guy, like we did it just oh to fuck with God, him. My dad so and funny. Aiden didn't do it very often. No. But when they did, he always failed. Oh, and he got no. to like number six and he was like, no, I'm done. I can't because he was really into his character as yeah. the dwarf who loves his gods and everything. It's yeah. Like, and when you're the dwarf who's about to be a Mormon. Which, my favorite part was the schizophrenic part because, like, when I first started, me and Seth were going through it. He was like, So, how do you want to do it? And we were just trying to figure it out. 
Uh, my dad was Ephraim. I was Jacob. Jacob. <laughs> Ephraim and Jacob. Yeah. Um, Ephraim oh was active from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. And then Jacob was active from 9 p.m. to 9 a.m. Oh my and was, god. Ephraim was devout, religious, holy man, and Jacob fucked around, drank, like just totally he went was all the against exact the rules. And so the best oh, part was like god. I'd go to bed with someone. And then Ephraim would wake up in a girl's bed and just be like, how did I get here? <laughs> well, you wouldn't question how. Every once in a while, he would have to stop people and be like, no, there are two of us. There's two it's of us. It's just that he would be like, okay, so the party's what, six or seven people? Eight people. Eight. Eight, eight people. It's like, I only see seven. Eight people. <laughs> and so he would, it was like one of those things that he would have to, OCD level, make sure that Jacob was included. Yeah. But Jacob would sit there and go, "Fuck Ephraim." <laughs> and like, so it was, it was a lot of fun. Hank liked Jake a lot. <laughs> I, I loved it just because I remember it was great because my dad would play. He'd play in the mornings of the of the campaign, and the moment hit nine o'clock, my brother would always be like, nine o'clock, Aiden's your turn." Just step up, and I'm just like, "How can I fuck this shit up? <laughs> can I ruin it?" I was it? like, "How can I really mess with my dad?" Like that was the whole point of it was me trying to make him uncomfortable. D and D is pretty awesome, though. It's 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 so much. It's the best game there yeah. is. If you ever sit there, the best way I've ever explained it to people who genuinely ask, "What is D and D like?" is like, imagine playing a video game to where you can do anything. Mm-hmm. Anything. Let's say you're at a bar instead of the option of going and having a drink or dancing or something like that. No, I want to smash a stool on this person's face and burn down the entire bar. Yeah, totally an option. Yeah, yeah. you're just gonna roll really well. Yeah, you just it's gotta roll really well. Oh, that's how most campaigns go. If your party's kind of new, it's like you get to the tavern, you see the bartender. What do you say to him? I set fire to the bar. Why? Because <laughs> I want his sword. Because he's got that really pretty musket on the wall yeah. back there. <laughs> set car on fire. Just like Seth sitting there, you're an asshole. Roll a d20. Let's see this. What'd you get? 20? Fuck. You, the campaign's over. We're moving on to a new campaign. <laughs> because our favorite thing was just to not play the game. Yes. Yeah. It yeah. was, yeah. you get to a point of time to where it's like, with the entire campaign, it's, you avoid the campaign so hard that Seth got so angry. At one point in time, he was like, fuck you guys. Today was the day that we were supposed to really get into the campaign. Yeah. We are seven weeks in, and for some reason, you guys haven't fucking touched the campaign. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, it's, and we got around it through really cheap means. Yeah. We all rolled Really fucking high. <laughs> Hell, when we had a pet dinosaur, Tyrannosaurus oh, yeah. Rex, that was just a thing that we got, and we were just like, cool. I'd be so down for a D&D podcast, It'd in all honesty. So it would be a ton of fun. And the way that we play is, you play roleplay. Yeah, you, you have role play. Yeah. It isn't D&D until you seduce an undead wyvern. I, uh, <laughs> I will say the only highlight that I really have from this first one is I almost died because of uh, one of our teammates has a box that turns into a boat yeah. and uh he decided to say the magic word while we were fighting a goblin and uh yeah he killed me and thankfully the our healer was able to save me but uh yeah. i yeah. killed by a boat oh my shit. first death Jet so that was cool <laughs> that was Dude, a lot of fun that's the worst is when you just like look over at your friend and he's like and then i say the magic word and you're like I'm in this campaign right now, and my favorite part that my character has been a part of is uh, we had one player leave the campaign altogether. So it's like, all right, what are we going to do with our character? 
Let's throw them away. Throw them away. How are we going to do that, though? We're going to add them to the campaign. We were on this pirate ship, and she's a were-tiger. And mm. so she got cursed and immediately starts turning and starts killing everybody. Oh, shit. Just starts murdering. They don't know what's happening. They think that all we are are merchants, and clearly we're not. Right. So my character, who's also a monk, I like playing monks. Those yeah. are much fun. It just runs up and overly just destroys her. Just like two punches to the face. To, uh, to the point of time to where my DM just put down the papers and dude, I had so much planned with that character and you just went ahead and murdered them? It's like, yeah, she's a fucking wizard. She has no <laughs> HP. I just put her down. Easy way to and go we're about low that. enough level and it's like, it wasn't hard. Still, I think my next character is going to be a warlock druid. I was thinking the exact same thing. Warlock, warlock druid. You can multi-class. Yeah, you're going to multi-class that? I was thinking of Warlock Warforged. Oh. Also, Warlock well, of just Ma- because, uh, Wild Magic. So, like, Warlock Druids can turn into undead animals. Yeah. Which is so cool. And, like, and there's so much horror, like, creepypasta stuff behind that one class yeah. that it's so much fun just to go online and just look up. recently Druid watched class. my favorite spell ever, which is just Summon Animal. It never specifies where you can summon them. So you can summon them 60 feet up into the air, and you can summon up to 40 cows. And if you do that on an enemy, it's like it's like 48 D8s of damage. It is oh, wow. a nuke. It is bigger <laughs> volume than any fireball spell, and it does more damage. And it's like, and all you did was cast summon animal. <laughs> and so it's just, I watched somebody do that the last uh, the last session, and I'm like. Damn, that was a real nifty way to kill that necro, uh, the Draco uh, phage, an un- undead dragon. Yeah. Uh, but it was just like, how the fuck did you come up with that idea? It's like, never specifies where we can summon it. That gives me the idea, I want to have Dad on my podcast and then do the one-on-one D&Ds that we do for road trips. Well, those are fun. Where it's just me and him, and then you just do a D&D. Because my dad, the way he plays D&D, is a total trip. Like, it's so much fun. He goes, the whole time he's like, I don't want to cast a spell, I don't want to, like, attack someone, I want to set up traps, or I want to, like, know mm. what's in the situation. Yeah. So he'll go throughout it, all of it with no conflict, he just murders things the moment they pass through a doorway. Like, he'll just, he just drop like, something off. He, he puts a whole bunch of, he finds his armory, gets daggers, puts them through the top of his table, sets up the table on top of the roof, warg, the orc warg starts coming in, table drops completely, pins them, he grabs the knife and just finishes it off. It's just like my brother sat there the last time. He was like, "How the? You're how am I supposed to? You're a level two thief. You were supposed to die. Yeah. How am I supposed to stop this? Yeah. He's like, "You son of a bitch! <laughs> you didn't kill it, but you pinned it." And honestly, it's great for road trips, just because you can do yeah. it for like seven hours and you're entertained the entire time. Yeah, I thought about that. It's a lot of fun. No, talk to all of them. I would love to get something set up. Yeah, we can definitely. I'm not even joking. Oh, I do it. We're gonna have pops on the screen. We're gonna have pops on the podcast. I think that'd be a trip. You want to be the dorkiest man? Oh, I love yes. man married to a Karen, a man named Paul. Oh, Paul Ooh. and Karen. Paul and Karen, dude. Nice. Ooh, they're crazy. Tennis and spring. <laughs> he did play tennis <laughs> <laughs> for a long time. You know, when you were six, when I hit you in the head with the side of a tennis racket. 
Remember when I speared you with a PCP pipe or PVC pipe? PCP pipe. Yeah. Growing up was hard in Florida. PC pipes everywhere. PC pipes everywhere. I don't even know if that's how you take it. PCP. I don't know. I think it's it's, you can also do water, but I know you can't smoke it. Like you can do them like where they just mix it with water jugs, and then you just have a gallon jug, take a swig, and then you're high. Life's terrifying. It's a great way to hydrate, but... (laughs) Alright, guys. Let's close it out for the night. Um, Do any of you guys have anything you want to plug? I mean, it looks like possibly a D&D podcast in the future. Traveling podcast in the future. It will open up. I will be on here before that happens. Yes. So I'll well, and I need to be know. on the. I need to be a guest early on. Dude, okay. I'll travel wherever the fuck you want to go. The whole point <laughs> is, I'm just like whenever I want to make stops in these kind of areas. That's the thing I want to do is talk with the people inside that area. Yeah. I'm also looking like, hey, if somebody wants to travel with me to Seattle from Utah, then we can fly you back. Yeah. No problem. Like, I want to do some crazy stuff. I think there'd be a lot of fun in that. And then you got True Crime Drunks tomorrow, Polycast Mess Around. Are you guys doing Monday still? We're doing Wednesdays. Wednesdays? Mm-hmm. Um, what time do you usually go live on those? It just varies? Around 8 or 9. 8 or 9. That's Polycast Mess Around on Twitch.tv, True Crime Drunks on Twitch.tv. Um, and then, of course, all my shit is Top Shelfers on Twitch TV and everywhere else. And then go watch us, go watch Holly tomorrow on True Crime Drunks, and then I'll be back Monday. So. Thank you guys for hanging out. Thank you, the sponsors of this episode. And then next week, we'll be back here for another episode on Friday at 6 p.m. See you guys then. Bye. Good one.